Henderson State wins the toss. They said, we want the ball. And I think it was one of the Griffins going, hoo <laughs> I think they were excited to be on defense first, maybe set the tone. The defense will be out there, and the Griffin offense will get the football, hopefully in great field position, and also get the football to start the second half. So Henderson State wants the football. They're excited about their team. And let's go back down to Chris real quick and get a couple of keys from him. I, I think a lot of this is going to be the defense kind of mind. So like you said, I mean, the linemen, they were, they were kind of excited. Henderson wants the ball first. It's a good opportunity for the defense you know, to shut the door early. You know, the Great American Conference, I mean, they're a proud conference. If you can come out here and shut down Henderson early in the first quarter and kind of punch them punch in the mouth a little bit and knock them, off their he- knock them on their heels a little bit, I'd go a long ways today. And Richard Stametti will be their quarterback. He's thrown for over 2,700 yards this year, 61% completion percentage he's had a really good season he's got some really dangerous weapons that we've talked about Elliot Curry but a couple other really good receivers and Chase Lodrys has 40 catches this year um, also Doug Johnson a transfer from Arizona Western now in his second year he jumped from 18 catches last year to 35 this year so again they've got some good weapons plus a couple of guys that can run the football so the ready offense will be out there first the Griffins in their all white uniforms will go left to right they will kick off with Sam Avilas Henderson State will move right to left in their home red uniforms with the red helmets and the white pants. With Chris Roush and Nick McCutcheon, I am Dave Riggert. It's a pleasure to have you along for Griffin Football. Our kickoff is brought to you by the St. Joseph Convention and Visitors Bureau. Give them a call, 800-785-0360, or visit them online at stjomo.com. We are set for football today here in Texarkana, Arkansas. High noon, here we go. Sam Avilas approaches the football and shanks it out of bounds. That was not a great kick to the far <laughs> sideline uh, as he just did not hit that thing well. It goes out of bounds, and Henderson State will have good field position at the 35 to begin. So uh, it'll get a return, but wasn't a great kick. Yeah, you know, uh, Coach Williamson said, uh, mentioned something in pregame about some trick plays on special teams, but I don't think that was <laughs> one of them. So, but, uh, let's hope not. Hey, that's all right. Griffins will start on defense, and it will be the usual cast of characters. And one thing, Anthony Williams is back. Kobe Cummings is back. This team has really been healthy all year long, except for the Lincoln game a little bit. But this team is really healthy right now, yeah. and you, you can't say that about most teams here in December. Stemetti at quarterback, Logan Moraney. is their senior from Little Rock, an Arkansas State transfer. He was second-team All-GAC this year. Orell Hall is also in the backfield, and he's actually going to be the starter, not Moraney. And Elliot Curry is lined up across from Sam Webb right now, and they are chatting with one another. We talked about that matchup. 15 in red, 27 in white. Obviously, you can't see it, but you can listen for it all day long today. Sam Webb locked up one-on-one on on Elliot Curry. Turn on the GA Sports Network, mute those guys, listen to us, and and watch those two go at it all day. Ready out of the shotgun. First play of the Live United Bowl. It's a handoff to Hall up the middle. He's going to pick his way for almost four yards right between the hash marks. He's tackled by Marquise Caldwell. Also, Evan Showan was right there. See Arnold Creighton get off the pile as well. Drew Sachin getting in there, kind of filling that gap there. A little bit of a hole opened up, but Drew did a good job of getting in there. And Drew's undersized as a safety against Hall. He's a big back. 
Second down, six football throw on 39-yard line, moving right to left. Two receivers on each side of the formation this time. Stametti wants to throw it, looks right side, now go over the middle, and it's going to be tipped, intercepted by Anthony Williams at the 45. Comes near sideline of the 40 and gets upended at the 35-yard line. Welcome back, Anthony Williams, the interception for A-Dub, and the Griffins take over at the ready 35-yard line. And, Dave, look at that sideline, man. They are absolutely, they are so excited. The celebration's going all the way down. Love to see that for this defense. Love to see it for A. Will in his senior season. And that was an ill-advised throw by the Henderson State quarterback there. There were three Griffins that could have made that catch and not a single ready. Anthony just stepped right in front of it, tipped it up, tip drill paid off, Griffin ball in Henderson State territory. Now for the Griffins, they bring back their quarterback as Wyatt Steigerwald missed the Lincoln game. He wants to throw it on first down. He's going to pump fake double move want to go deep for Devon Holmes that's a jump ball caught out of bounds on the near sideline good job defensively that time it was Diedrich O'Brien the receiver that really kind of jammed him up and didn't let that double move happen yeah that's great coverage there Wyatt had all day to throw that ball but it wasn't enough time for Devon Holmes to get open and Wyatt kind of underthrew it a little bit too but I think that was a wise decision hand off to Shamar now a flag has been thrown I believe there is a false start so they took a shot. I love taking the shot after a turnover. You see that change yep, in yep. momentum. A lot of teams do that, and they took a shot that time with Devon. And start the, call against the double move took a little bit longer to develop than what they wanted it to. Football at the 40-yard line. Boy, you don't want to squander this opportunity. It's now second and 15 football at the 40 of Henderson State. Calberry goes put to the far side left. Jordan Witcher to the near side right now. Coming on late is Damon Wheeler, slot receiver on the far side left of this formation. Surrey Western moving left to right. Steigerwald in the pistol. Shamar Griffith is behind him. They show some pressure with their three-man front. And now movement again. Damon Wheeler moved, but there's also a lineman that moved. And Hayden Eatinger is not happy talking with Wyatt Steigerwald right now. So back-to-back false starts. Yeah, I I would guess what Hayden's saying there is is Wyatt took a long time. They were at the line for a long time. Wyatt kind of surveying the defense there and... Yeah, it was tough for those linemen to stay still for that long. It's almost like it's been three weeks since they've played a game. Yeah. 14-12 to play here in this opening quarter. Turnover on the second play of the game. Griffins get the interception, but now it's second and 20 from the ready 45-yard line. They'll go zone read, and now it's a fumbled football on the ground, and it's going to be picked up by Henderson State. Going to be picked up by one of their linebackers, I believe, who got, nope, it was Marcato Anderson, who was named second team All-American this year, along with Trey Babel of the Griffins. The zone read, the mesh point was right there. He tried to pull it late, Steigerwald did. It fumbled forward and then bounded off to the far side, and then Marcato was right there to get the fumble. So both teams play giveaway on their opening possession. Yeah, good job by the Griffin defense coming out. The offense looked a little flat there. You kind of wonder a little bit. You mentioned three weeks off. It's been four for Wyatt Steigerwald, and he yep. he looked a little flat there on that first offensive possession for Missouri Western. Just pretty much flat out dropped that football. Griffin's trying to get the right personnel on the football field. Tylen Wallace will come off late, and here's a low snap, and now another flag comes yeah, out. What a disastrous start for both teams. It will be a false start Last against start Henderson against State. Well, this happens sometimes in bowl games, and it is ugly. It'll get cleaned up, trust me. But we are 57 seconds in. There's been two turnovers and three penalties already in this football game. Yeah, a long time without playing football. Your practice schedule's much different in the postseason. I mean, it effectively, it's almost like game one 
all over again. Out of the shotgun to Stametti. He'll set a man in motion, a wing on the right side. And back to his right is Hall. And he's going to get hit in the backfield and drop for a loss. Marquise Caldwell, the first man there. They lose five on the penalty and two more there. It'll be second and 17. And I, It looks like Logan Moraney, I don't think he is suited and going to play in this football game. You heard Coach Maxfield, and if you didn't, he said on pregame, they've got about five guys that have already had season-ending surgery ever since the regular season ended and are not playing. And I think Moraney is one of them. He was their second team all league back it may be up to quarrel hall again he was he's a senior he's a big back and he had over almost 600 yards rushing this year so he's no stranger to their offense but they don't have their two-headed monster it looks like at running back right now stimetti will throw a fade to the far side right elliot curry little hand fighting right there and it's going to fall incomplete over the head of elliot curry dj sturgis that time in coverage and he is close to his hometown about an hour or so away from benton arkansas near little rock yeah we passed right through it on the way down here and probably a good time to mention there is a very impressive showing by the griffin faithful down here today we, we kind of yes. thought it it May not look great. Henderson State's just an hour and a half up the road, but there's probably more Henderson State fans here, but this is as well as I've ever seen the Griffins travel. Stametti on third and 17, gets hit, going to throw to the middle of the football field and nearly intercepted. There were four Griffins and one ready, and Isaiah Davis dropping there, also had a chance to catch it, was Riley Fredrickson, the receiver. Dangerous throw again by Stametti, but the Griffin defense will force a three and out, and they'll force the first punt, and Trey Vavil will trot onto the football field for the Griffins. Yeah, you can tell that, that the Griffins are very well prepared for what Henderson State does. Because of three passes now, there have been three white jerseys around where they wanted to go with the football, so they know what this Henderson State team wants to do offensively this defense is very well prepared well a team from a different conference punt to trey vavel they will eh, gonna give him a chance it's a spiral right to him at the 20 yard line come to the near sideline nowhere to go he's picking his way comes near sideline and gets tackled he will only gain about four yards on return to the 24 yard line but he was trying to find a little bit of a seam as we are two minutes into this football game 13 minutes to play here in the opening quarter of play no score griffins will have their second offensive possession we have a timeout on the field as we continue with missouri western football from texarkana right here on the griffin sports network we continue from Texarkana, arkansas back at razorback stadium the 2019 agent barry live united bowl griffins in this for a second consecutive season. And now the offense out for a second time in this football game. But the Griffin defense, outstanding so far. They forced a turnover, a three and out. And the Griffin offense back out there. We've only played two minutes. We have 13 to go here in the first quarter. No score in each team now with their second possession of the game. And now we'll see if now the Griffs can breathe and get settled down offensively after really struggling that opening possession. Yeah, we and we mentioned you mentioned it. I mean, the, the long layoff, Wyatt Steigerwald missing that last game and, and missing, you know, a pretty good chunk of the end of the Carney game as well. So it had been a while since he'd played, hadn't practiced a whole lot because, again, we talked about it. Leading up to this bowl game, it wasn't your normal practice schedule, and Coach Williamson even talked about it in pregame. They didn't really do the same things in practice that they normally would leading up to a game. Really took advantage of that extra practice time to get a lot of young guys a lot of snaps in practice. Markel Smith will check into the football game as the back. Here is a handoff to Markel running left. He has a big hole to the 30-yard line and stumbles across the 32 to the 33-yard line. He picks up nine. Probably should have been more than that. Doggone it, yeah. I mean, The Markel turf monster had, got him. Yes, it did. He had a lot of green grass in front of him, green plastic grass. A great block by Cam Grandy there to get 
Markell a few extra yards before he he just went tumbling down on his own. We've talked a lot of, uh, about the seniors and guys that have maybe been through the coaching chain, some of the leaders. Markell, he's a one-year guy, but this could be his last game. Here's a wide receiver screen caught by Damon Wheeler Jr. Has a first down outside the numbers to the near side. A big collision at the 39-yard line. He's going to pick up five and a first down. First first down of the game. The Griffins move it as they've got the football at their own 39-yard line. I like that play, Dave. We didn't see it a whole lot from the Griffin offense this year. We saw him try to run a lot of screens with the receivers uh, last year. They did it a lot in this bowl game last year, especially with Joe Horn Jr. had a great game down here last year. So good to see that going. Damon Wheeler, the perfect guy for that, too. This 25th catch was the second to Devon Holmes on this football team. Devon is put to the near side right. Two tight ends are both wings now, and now Blake Brown will be a blocking back on the left side. First down 10. Here's a Mark Hill Smith run from the middle. A cut back to the 40. 41, 2, 3, 4, 5. And now to the 6-yard line. There's seven, Smith on the seven yards from Mark Hill Smith. And I'm guessing from talking to, to Coach Maxfield, some other folks with the Ready program, I don't think the GAC has the type of offensive line, defensive line that yeah. maybe the Griffins have and have seen. So we're, this could be an issue for the Reds. Yeah, we're definitely seeing that right now. And, and they're running a 3-4. Their 3-D linemen are huge, and the Griffin O-linemen are just moving them. And right now it's a field. flea flicker and going to throw it short and out of bounds on the near side right. They almost ran it too quick. They didn't sell either run. It was a handoff, a reverse, and then a pitch back to Wyatt Steigerwald. But it happened all within about five yards of each other, and they did it too quick. No one yeah. sold that it was going to actually be a run. The defensive backs just played it normally, and there was nobody open. Yeah, and they just tried to run everything to the short side of the field here, and as you mentioned, went so quick. There wasn't any time for the receivers to get downfield. Wyatt just tried to check it down to Markell, and he wasn't ready for it. Kyle Berry was wide open way down the field on the other side. Now they'll throw it with pressure. Steigerwald going to throw it deep down the near sideline for Luke Vang, and it will be tipped and almost caught by Luke, but there was double coverage right there. Interesting they take a shot on third and three after having a second and three. And a third and three, they take a shot with a trick play and a deep ball to the tight end, Luke Vang, and they come up empty. So the Griffins will punt here from their own 46-yard line as they move left to right, and Henderson State will get the football back in a scoreless game. Great effort by Luke there to almost catch that pass, too. Wyatt threw it a little deep, which was probably a smart move because because Luke was double covered, but a great effort by Luke to catch up to that thing and almost come down with an acrobatic catch. In punt formation is Luke Tice. Good snap from Muncie, and he gets it away. Wobbly kick. Fair catch called for and made by Braden Boykin at the 20-yard line. Devin Burrell was right there waiting if he did not call for the fair catch. And Boykin will make the catch at the 20-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Henderson State. Their third possession of the game as we have another timeout on the field. Four minutes gone by, 11 to play here in the opening quarter. No score in the Live United Bowl in Texarkana, Arkansas. We continue from the Live United Bowl in Texarkana, Arkansas, along with Nick McCutcheon and Chris Roush. I am Dave Rigger. Let's go down to the field real quick. As we are four minutes in, we've had four possessions. Nothing's really happened so far, Chris. Yeah, kind of the sideline atmosphere. After that defense, after Anthony Williams' interception to kick off the game, just a, a lot of you know, intensity on the sideline, but offensively a lot of frustration just kind of seeing from the coaching staff. And just you know, kind of down right now to trying to figure out some of a rhythm. On that last drive, it looked like Markel Smith was finding that rhythm. But, again, there's kind of a lot of, like, heads down a little bit, too, just kind of wondering what's happening so far in this ballgame. And, again, this it's been a lot of time off, and we'll see if they can adjust. I think both teams will. It's going to take some time. and didn't take as much time for the Griffins a year ago, but we'll see what happens here in this football game today. 
Henderson State, though, has not done anything offensively so far in their first two possessions. Yeah, and I, I think some credit goes to Henderson State as well. You know, they've, yep. they've done a good job so far. They're a good football team, so definitely done a good job. I've been impressed with how their secondary has covered the Griffin receivers. Uh, that, that's made the passing game difficult so far. They'll have it first down and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Hall to the right of Moretti, or Stametti, excuse me. And now they can't off. They want to throw it short right down the seam. It's going to be complete and have a first down across the 30-yard line to the 33-yard line. This time they're able to find third side, and it is. It's Aiden Shirley, the retro freshman tight end, makes his 11th catch of the year and almost as long of the season. As long was 14. That one goes for 13 yards. He just curled and found a little spot in the defense that was open, and he picks up their first first down. Isaiah Davis will check out. Colton Larsville will check in. They're bringing Davis in on first downs a lot in case it is a run, more of a three-linebacker set for the Griffins. Here's another fake handoff. Getting hit from behind and escaping is Stametti. And now, actually, that's their backup quarterback, Adam Morse. So their backup QB has checked into the football game. And he is going to be tackled by C.J. Ravenel as he was the first one to get there. And then Arnold Creighton cleaned him up. It's a loss of one. Could have been more than that. He has avoided the first pressure. But Adam Morse now the quarterback for Henderson State. That's the second time that C.J. has just (laughs) really badly beat the Henderson State left tackle quarterback was able to get away from him, but A.J. Creighton finished him off. Creighton told me before the game, you're going to hear my name a lot today. Hand off to Quarrel Hall at the middle, and there's no room to run. He's going to get two, and that's it to the 34-yard line. So it'll be third and nine coming up, but Adam Morris is a junior from Groves, Texas, a transfer from Lama University. Lama Lama Smith's bit. Six for eight this year for 80 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. So he has not played much. So Richard Stametti began the game. Trying to see if he's anywhere over there on that sideline right now. Here's Morse out of the shotgun under some pressure. Gets hit by Creighton and gets hammered. And the ball errantly flies in front of Elliott Curry and Evan Shohan. Arnold Creighton hammered Morse. No chance that time. After their one first down, they've got to punt the football back. Yeah, I tell you what, they made a change at quarterback. They might want to think about making a change at left tackle because he is having a heck of a time right now. He's, he's had a hard time blocking C.J. Ravenel, and that time Arnold Creighton off of that end just blew right by the left tackle and got a good hit on the quarterback to force a bad throw. And left tackle Clifford Jackson was, I will mention, all league in the GAC. 6'5", 295 senior from Hot Springs, Arkansas, which isn't too far from here. Here's the punt. It will be... Tristan Heaton, and it's going to go over Vavil's head. He fumbles the football inside the 10, picks it back up, makes a man miss to the 15, goes far side left, escapes another tackle at 20. To the 25-30, there goes Trey Vavil again to the 40, stays on his feet and goes out of bounds at the 45-yard line. Wow. Oh, goodness. He is a special, special player. He scares you to death sometimes. That punt was he scares over you to death. his head. He tried to catch that punt running back towards the end zone over his shoulder, and he didn't gathered it up, was dead to rights inside the 10, and somehow gets it out to dang near midfield. I think he just ran out of gas, honestly. That's the first time I've ever seen Trey just kind of give up because I think he was so tired, but man. It was almost a 40-yard return, but he probably ran 100 yards yeah, to get the 40. What, what an electrifying player he is. Again, second team All-American as a freshman, the only freshman on that team 
or either any of the teams. Oh, this turf monster is struggling with uh, the Griffins right now as the Razorback at midfield tripped up Markel Smith after a four-yard gain over right tackle to 50. Yeah, and Dave, I wonder if at some point the Griffin coaches don't think, well, you know what, because the offensive line's doing a great job. They're opening up these huge holes. Markel Smith's the kind of back that wants to be patient and kind of wait for things. He's getting the ball with a head of steam because you could drive a truck through these holes, and I think it's He's got too much momentum. He's falling down. Another handoff. He's trying to be patient here and trying to bounce to the outside. Falls Luke Vang, and he will power his way up near the 45-yard line. So there wasn't a lot there, but he's going to get five because of the push up front and just yep. was patient to stay behind those guys. Yep. And now they want to play with some tempo. Mark Hill checks out on third and one, and Shamar Griffith has checked in, as has Cam Grandy, the tight end. So a two-tight end set. Here's a stretch play to the near side right. Good block, good hole. Here comes Shamar down the near sideline and can't quite stay in bounds. If he does, he may score. He had so much momentum coming to the near sideline as he accelerates around the right end. They mark him out at the 34-yard line and a gain of 12 for a first down. I thought we were going to see the Shamar high wire act again like we did in the, in the mm-hmm. Nebraska Kearney game, but Shamar just got a toe on the white there, stepped out of bounds, but a first down for the Griffs. At the 34 of Henderson State. This is their deep penetration right now. They got down to the 35 at one point after the INT. Throwing it this time will be Steigerwald. Looks to the near side. Going to throw it short for Cam Grandy. He's going to make the catch, go through a double team, and have another first down to the 23-yard line. Good job for Wyatt to go through his options and then check it down to his tight end. And the sophomore makes the catch, and they've got the football at the 23 of Henderson State. You know, Wyatt has all the time in the world to throw the football right now. No pressure by that three-man defensive front from Henderson State. Devon Holmes puts to the near side right. The back is Shamar Griffith. Three receivers just off left tackle Sean Rouse. 7-12 to go here in the opening quarter. No score. Here's a zone read handoff, and Shamar's hitting the backfield and nowhere to go this time. And now a shoe comes, or something came flying out back. Was that a shoe? Yeah, it was. So somebody's shoe is there that got flew out back by the quarterback. Man, how did it go that far? (laughs) I'm guessing a Henderson State player had it and threw it that way, yep. That's not nice. (laughs) Poor sportsmanship there, right? Pick up a guy's shoe and throw it. Second down and 10 football at the 23-yard line. Griffin's moving left to right. Six and a half to go here in the opening quarter. No score. Cooper Burton's checked in. Receiver to the near side right along with Jaden Richardson. In motion, as a wing on the right side is Cam Grandy. Steigerwald, zone read again, fake handoff. He's going to run the football up the middle and dive across the 20. Get pretty good yardage down to the 17. Picks up about six. That sets up a third down and four now as the Griffins, for the first time, are in the great life St. Joseph Country Club red zone. Good read there by Wyatt. Made the right decision, kept it, had a hole. Nice run. Don't see Wyatt run a whole lot, but he had a good one there. Steigerwald ran for seven yards the entire year. <laughs> And you add in sacks, obviously, but only seven yards the entire year. 42 carries, seven yards, two touchdowns. Third down four from the 17-yard line. Deron Thompson has checked in as the back for the Griffins now. One receiver each way. Zone read, handoff to Deron. Tries to bounce outside, and can. He's going to lose yardage to the 21-yard line. Boy, a loss of almost four on the play that time. Deron just nothing doing. He tried to stretch that to the outside and got tackled for a loss. Going to keep the offense on the field. Fourth and eight. Well within Sam Avilas's range, but they will go for it here on fourth down. This season on fourth downs, they are 6 out of 12, 50%. Steigerwald and the offense at the 19 now, excuse me, the 21-yard line of Henderson State. 
Two receivers far side left, one of the near side right. Steigerwald back to throw. Three-step drop under pressure. Steps up. He will take off and run, and he will slide down well shy of the sticks. Good job by Henderson State. They hold defensively. The Griffins don't settle for three. They try and get the fourth down conversion, and they do not. We are scoreless with 5.02 to go here in this opening quarter. Interesting decision for Coach Williamson. Yeah, it was. I kind of wonder there if maybe the tackle for loss on the previous play. It sounds weird, but does that maybe take the Griffins just enough out of the range of what they're comfortable with Sam Avila's attempting right now? And, and maybe maybe the longer yard to gain was, was kind of what forced the decision to just go ahead and go for it there. The line of scrimmage is now at the 17-yard line, and now Stametti is back at quarterback, their starter. So Richard Stametti is back out there. Morse did have one first down on the completion, but that was it. From the 17 in their own territory, Stametti back to throw it. Looks near sideline, quick out, and it's going to be incomplete intended for their tight end, Aiden Shirley. Good coverage on this near sideline as Anthony Williams was stride for stride with him, and he's really played... Both the run and the pass, great all year long. Yeah, he's had one heck of a senior season. Love to see that out of A-Dub. And once again, C.J. Ravenel in the quarterback's face. Marquise Caldwell had pressure. And Austin Baska was coming from the backside. Darius Austin is the back now, their third back. And it will be a handoff to Austin. And he meets Evan Shohan, who stands him up in a good form tackle. He'll get three, but that's how you do it. Stand him up. Don't let him get any more. And wrap him up for just a three-yard gain. Sec, make it third down and seven now from their own 20-yard line. Yeah, that was an excellent tackle there by Evan Shohan. Led this team this year with 86 total tackles, 46 solo stops, just like that one. And now he's under pressure, and he's going to throw it near sideline as he's falling down. Will they say that he is down? No, they're going to say it's an incomplete pass. Basco was there. Arnold Creighton was right there, slinging him down. Even David Siliuta was there. Going to throw it away, and it will be an incomplete pass as he was getting thrown down. It'll be fourth and seven now as the Griffin defense has been outstanding so far. We don't lose the yardage there by taking the sack, but that was an ill-advised throw because he he had no idea where that ball was going, and a Griffin defensive back could have easily grabbed that thing, and it would have been a six the other way had they, but Henderson State fortunate. They're punting. I don't know if it's ever fortunate to have to punt to Trey Vavil, though. Tristan Heaton averages 39.4 per punt. Trey Vavil stands at his own 40-yard line. A little bit of a high snap, nearly blocked. A spiral to Vavil. He will have a chance here, and he will take it and make the first three men miss to the 45. There goes Trey again to the near sideline. Trey Vavil's loose to the 30, to the 20-yard line. He beats the punter, but tackled from behind inside the 10-yard line. Trey Vavil does it again. First and goal, Griffins at the 7th. Yeah, we said it. Special teams, Dave. That's this team's chance in this game for sure. Trey does it again. He's getting tired, man. He's running around out there a lot. Great return by Trey. And that was that was really more on Trey. A lot of times the guys up front do a great job of opening up seams for him, but he had two guys right in his face when he caught that ball and still had a long return. So they've got great field position. They will mark it now at the six-yard line. First and goal, Griffins trying to take the lead with 4.03 to go here in the opening quarter. No score. Wyatt Steigerwald in the pistol formation, turns and gives. Shamar Griffith nowhere to go, spins away and loses yardage. They've stepped up these last couple of possessions and now getting the tackle for loss this time for Henderson State was their defensive lineman Antoine Rochelle, a junior from Arlington, Texas, and now it'll be second and goal back at the eight. Yeah, and Rochelle came from the backside there all the way across the back of the line to, to bring Shamar down. This is a Henderson State defense that only gives up 163 rushing yards per game. 
in the GAC. That was good enough for fourth, but it's 95th in the nation. Three and a half to go, first quarter, no score. Griffins have a second down and goal from the eight-yard line. Devon Holmes is split to the near side right. Calberry far side left. The back now is Markel Smith. Here's a give to Markel. Big hole left side to the five, inside the five. Now down to the three-yard line between the garden tackle, Sean Rouse and Jared DeVoe. It'll be third and goal, three-yard line. Markel Smith has 13 rushing touchdowns on the season. And he will stay in the game here on a third and goal from the three. Well, if they choose to run that again, it'll be six. I mean, Markel had plenty of space to go. A Henderson State defender just did a good job of closing in, keeping him out. But otherwise, he walks into the end zone on that play. 2.52 to go here in the first quarter. No score. Two receivers far side left. Blake Brow will go in motion now as a wing on the left side. Out of the pistol formation. Here's the snap from Eatinger. Waist high handoff. Markel Smith again. Same play. The result is six points. Touchdown, Missouri Western. Markel Smith, his 14th rushing touchdown. This one from three yards away. Touchdown, Griffins. Yeah, Dave Brown liked what he saw on that last play, too. Same as me. Goes with it again. Griffins with the lead. And I tell you what, Dave, at this point, I'm just handing it off, handing it off, handing it off. This Griffin offensive line is doing an incredible job. 2.38 to play here in the opening quarter. 6-0 Missouri Western. Set up by the great return by Trey Vavil down to the six-yard line. Here's the PAT. Good snap. Luke Tice is the holder despite having Wyatt Steigerwald back. Tice did hold in the Lincoln game. He will hold in this game as well. And the kick is good. 7-0 Missouri Western, 2.38 to go here in the opening quarter. Let's go down to the sideline and check in with Chris Roush. Well, Nick, you brought up the point just give it to Markel Smith at this point. We kind of saw that last year, too, in, in the bowl game against Southern Arkansas. James Bailey, you know, short yard situations in the red zone. He got in the end zone multiple times last year. His hard-nosed physical running got it done with the Griffins last year, and Don Marino played well, too, but it was the running game last year with James Bailey in, in short yardage getting into the end zone, and so far today, Markel Smith, he's taking care of business, too. Six carries, 33 yards, and a touchdown for Markel so far in this football game, and you know, defensively, the, de- the de- Griffin defense has played great. Stametti, their starting quarterback, 0 for 5 with an interception. Morris had the one completion. So as a, as a team, their two quarterbacks are 1 out of 7 with 13 yards and an INT so far to game, this, in this game. And that's kind of their bread and butter. They've, they've been a good passing team really throughout Scott Maxfield's entire coaching career. Kick out to Doug Johnson at the 12-yard line outside the hash mark, and he will... Right up the right hash, across the 30 to the 32-yard line. Henderson State will have the football. Decent field position, but down 7-0 now as a Griffin strike first with two and a half to play here in the opening quarter. Cooper Burton in on that tackle there. He has turned into one heck of a special teams player. He had the ran back the opening kick against Lincoln in the season finale, but he does an excellent job in coverage as well. He does, yep, absolutely. It is Adam Morse back at quarterback. So their junior who did lead them to their one first down, is in the football game. 6-1, 235. Mm-hmm. Looks, looks like it. Going to throw it down the near sideline. Wheel route wide open. Doug Johnson the 50-yard line. The 40. Doug Johnson to the 30-yard line. Sachin will trip him up near the 20-yard line. But a great design of a play that time on the wheel route to Doug Johnson, their slot receiver, makes a big play. They'll mark him down to the 21-yard line of Missouri Western. So Adam Morse. Gets the readies near the red zone. Yeah, Johnson was open, made a good move to get around Sam Webb and hit it down just outside the 20-yard line. 
Here's Morrison to throw it again. It's a quick catch by Elliott Curry. He's one-on-one. Going to make a man miss and close to a first down. Good job by Sachin to come in and make the tackle. Tariq Stewart, the redshirt freshman, missed the tackle on Elliott Curry. But just a quick hitch to Curry in nine yards. Yeah, the corner's starting to play off a little bit more now. And Henderson State taking advantage of that. They're going to do it. Just That's okay. You can let them catch the football, but you've got to be able to tackle they haven't done it on the last two pass plays initially, at least. Good job by Sachin there to close them out. So Henderson trying to answer the touchdown of the Griffins with one of their own. Here's an inside fake handoff. Morris throws it. It's going to be the tight end, Shirley, who runs into the umpire and didn't get separation from the Griffins. And he's right behind the linebackers, and he's he's part of the field of play. He kind of ran into him that time and slowed him down. If he doesn't, that might be six because he kind of hit in there, and they try to throw it over the top. Yeah, I think it is. Kobe Cummings, Evan Shohan, Terrence March in there right now at linebacker as well. None of them covered him, but the umpire did. <laughs> <laughs> he helped out the Griffs. Third down one now from the 12-yard line. Hall is the back. He's got a handoff, and he doesn't get much, but he's going to have enough for a first down. The second effort. Gets him down to the nine-yard line. He backpedals as Arnold Creighton has had a good start to this football game. He helps make the tackle. And now it is a first and goal for Henderson State at the Griffin nine-yard line. Josh Davis getting in there on that tackle. And this Griffin defensive line continues just bringing guys in and out. A lot of depth at that position. They will send Elliott Curry as a slot receiver near side left. Chase Lodry the other receiver. Two receivers near side left. Two tight end formation for Henderson State. Morris going to throw the football. Looks to Elliott Curry. It's a jump ball in the corner of the end zone. Incomplete. Tariq Stewart in coverage. He wants to hold that time from the redshirt freshman. Won't get it. And it's incomplete now. Second and goal from the nine-yard line. It was good coverage anyways, so I'm not sure that, that they're going to get the six either way. But Morse that time had to get rid of the ball a little bit sooner than I think he wanted to because the pressure was coming again off of the edge. And Morse only threw eight passes the entire regular season, but he's led them now down to the red zone. He's got their only completions in this game. He's completed two passes. 54 seconds left in the opening quarter, 7-0 Griffins. Second and goal from the nine. Low snap, it's loose. Morse has to kind of make something happen out of nothing. Does, gets back to the 10, loses one yard. Could have been worse or even a turnover. A low snap, and Morse could not handle it. Now third and goal from the 10 for Henderson State. David Siliuta was right there again. Penetration. He, he came from, from the middle. He's a DN, but got pressure right up the middle. Must have been stunting there. See if the Gris can hold him out of the end zone here. Matt Williamson's wanting time to make his substitutions. And they will get and DJ Sturgis in. Yep. Sturgis comes in for Tariq Stewart. Third down goal from the 10-yard line for Morse. Going to send Lodry in motion. Hands it to him. Now he wants to throw the football back. He circles all the way back to the 20-yard line and slips down near the 10. DJ Sturgis was right there. Arnold Creighton. Now this is going to be a longer field goal of about 36, 37 yards. I think he wanted to throw all the way back to Morse, the quarterback, but they ran him to the near sideline. He had no prayer. He just slid down and ate it. Yeah, he, he had nowhere to go with that football coming short side. He only had one receiver over there, a tight end, and he had four Griffins all around him, and then the penetration by the defensive line blew that play up as well. Great defense there by Missouri Western once again. That's the end of the first quarter. We will come back with the fourth down play. See if they go for it, if they're going to kick it. Looks like they will kick, and we'll come back with that at the end of one. 7 nothing Missouri Western here in Texarkana on the Griffin Sports Network. 
We start the second quarter here at Razorback Stadium as we are in Texarkana, Arkansas, the Live United Bowl. Missouri Western with a 7-0 lead on Henderson State. Griffins won last year against Southern Arkansas of the Great American Conference. They won that game 30-25 after leading early in the contest. They held on to win by five points. And now they will bring on Timo Martinez, not Tino, Timo, the former Baseball player, Tino Martinez. This is Timo. He was on mention all GAC, six foot, 165 pound sophomore. Seven for 10 this year with a long of 40. This will be a 37 yard attempt with a left to right angle. There's, again, there's no win today here in Texarkana. It won't play a factor. Griffins have blocked six kicks, th- kicks this year. And here is the another one blocked by Sam Webb. Can he pick it up and run? He will not. Timo Martinez will grab it, but Sam Webb gets another block. Special teams continue to dominate for the Griffins. I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it. I, I called it last night. I thought that was something that this team would be able to do again. The Griffins put much more of an emphasis on special teams and really the teams all across the MIAA do, as opposed to other conferences. We saw it in this game last year. Special teams was huge for Missouri Western this game. They blocked at least one, if not, I think they blocked two kicks in that game, returned a punt for a touchdown. They got called back because of a penalty, but good job by Sam Webb there. From their 41-yard line now, here's a handoff to Shamar Griffith, a big hole. He cuts up inside, just puts his nose in there, and he will battle for yardage near the 48-yard line, picks up about seven on first down for Shamar Griffith. Sam Webb is phenomenal. Arnold Creighton is phenomenal. Those two guys are great at blocking kicks. Yeah, so many of them. I mean, Sam's got two now. Arnold has three, but there's others with him. Baska has one yep. and seventh one on the season. They they know how to do that. Second down three. Ball near midfield now. Well, what a switch in momentum. They had a first and goal from the nine. Don't get any points. The block kick all the way back to the 41-yard line. Here's a handoff to Shamar again. Cuts up inside with a first down run. Breaking it across the 45 to the 40 and now near the 37-yard line. There is Shamar Griffith for 15 more yards. Yeah, I think Shamar could have a big day. If this offensive line continues to do what it's doing right now, he takes the ball with a head of steam, which is what the Griffs need right now, the way that O-line's blocking. Now in... To Henderson State Territory, another handoff to Shamar. Bounces outside off a defender of the 30. To the 25-yard line is Shamar. Down to the 22-yard line. 15 more. Now 16 to the 21 for Shamar Griffith. Now he gets a break, and that's what this offense does. Whether it's receiver, tight end, running back, even offensive line. Somebody needs a breather. All right, we'll put a guy of equal talent maybe or just close to right into the football game. Yeah, the depth crucial for this team. Play action pass going to throw to Devon Holmes. It's going to be a little bit short and incomplete. Boy, again, a ball he usually catches, but it was below his waist on a slant and it falls incomplete. Boy, if he catches that and stride right at the numbers, he may go in and score that time, but it falls incomplete. <laughs> and Kind of interesting there. We see the umpire a little bit confused. Um, one of the Griffins was having some problems with their shoulder pads and Missouri Western's equipment manager, Sean Bruce, sprinted out onto the field to try to fix his pads for him. The umpire seemed a little confused. Why, why is there a guy that's not a player out here on the field right now? Fortunately, there's a Henderson State player down. I mean, we don't like to see that, but that gave the Griffins the time to be able to, for Sean to go out there and make an a, adjustment. 
Let's go down and check in with Chris Rouse on the sideline. Yeah, Nick, we're all kind of struggling. It's been a couple of weeks since we've all done this. <laughs> Leave the Empire alone. He's trying. He is. He he was perplexed there, wasn't he, Chris? I'm kind of perplexed, but that's not even an issue right now. But let's, let's go back to uh, Sam Webb and the blocking the uh, field goal attempt. You didn't say that last night. You yelled that last night, by the way. <laughs> you were yelling. But just an, another part of this, you know, what this team can do defensively, teams are kind of picking up for the offense because it, it's been a struggle for this offense. I mean, the coaching staff have been in these guys' ears every time they come off the field so far, just trying to get them going, trying to get everybody on the same page like you guys brought up earlier. I mean, it's been about a month for Wyatt and everybody else about three weeks. So it, there's an adjustment process to trying to get going here in the early part of the ballgame. Trevor Pipkin is the injured Henderson State ready, one of the strong safeties for Henderson State, and he is putting no pressure on his right leg right now. So that's not good for the Reddies. Is there without five guys already, but the Griffins trying to take, to take advantage of that. They'll have a second and ten now from the Henderson State 21-yard line. So Mark Griffith is back in the football game. Steigerwald, rust early on. He's two for seven so far in the football game. Stretch play to the near side right. He's cutting up inside is Shamar to the 20-yard line, and he'll be stopped for just a one-yard gain. So not much more than that for Shamar. Now a third and nine from the 20, as we have 13-25 to go before halftime. 7 nothing Missouri Western. Rochelle, a really good job there again. Got off of the block. As the line of scrimmage was moving down the field. The O-line doing a good job again. They just didn't quite open up a hole, and Rochelle gets off the block and brings Shamar down for a what about a one-yard gain? Deron Thompson will check into the football game. They'll send three receivers now to the right. So trips to the far side right of this formation. Griffin's moving right to left here in the second quarter. Just over two minutes gone by. Now Deron to the left of Wyatt Steigerwald. Wide out of the pistol this time with Cam Grandius tight end attached here in the near side left. Steigerwald gets the chest high snap. Three-step drop. Over the middle, quick pass to Devon Holmes. Makes the catch and can't make the man miss to get a first down. He's down to the 14 for a gain of six. Fourth and three now, and the Griffins are going to go for it. They have dominated on special teams, but they're going to say heck with it on these fourth downs. Let's go for it right now. And they missed a fourth and eight. Now a fourth and three. Football at the 14. Yeah, moving the ball well. I can kind of understand that. Great catch there by Devon Holmes. Throw was a little high. Sure-handed, pulled it down. From the 14-yard line, Deron Thompson will stay in the football game. To the left now of Steigerwald in the shotgun formation. Looks to the near side, left going to throw a fade to Deron Thompson on the wheel route, and it's out of bounds. Didn't give him a chance to catch it. And the Griffins now 0 for 2 on fourth down, both from inside the 20-yard line, which is well within Sam Avilas' range. So, again, I don't know if they've lost, lost confidence in Sam or if this was a regular season game. I'm guessing they probably kicked those. Yeah. Postseason may be a little bit different. Let's try some different things and give some guys a chance. But that one did not have a chance. And they've left a lot of points out here. They've dominated the football game, but they're only up 7 nothing here with 12.07 to go before halftime. Yeah, I really have. And haven't been able to take advantage of some things that have happened for them. Weren't able to take advantage of the interception. Weren't able to take advantage of one of Trey Vavil's good returns. And they're a blocked punt. Get some good, or a blocked field goal attempt, get some good field position, can't punch it in. Elliot Curry now motions to the backfield. Stametti is back in, and Curry gets a handoff, and you can tell he's kind of a, a receiver <laughs> running the football that time. He uh, gets a one-yard gain to the 15-yard line around the near side right. Good job by Anthony Williams. Sam, actually DJ Sturgis was right there. Kobe Cummings. Uh, I like Henderson State trying to do some different things now, but with the penetration that this Griffin defensive line is getting, I'm not sure you want to do anything that's in the backfield. Trips to the far side left for Stametti. 
They're rotating quarterbacks right now. Here's a slant caught by Curry. Spins to the outside and will have a first down as three Griffins will take him down. It is Devin Burrell, Isaiah Davis, and also Sam, Cole, Sam Webb over there. They'll throw down to the 26-yard line, though, and now Stametti has his first completion of the game. Interesting they're going with a couple of quarterbacks here in this contest. Yeah, they're not really doing different things with them either. A lot of times nope. you maybe run a little bit of different offense. but I'll throw to the corner. Boykin, the intended target, but, boy, he got hit as he threw it. Basket was right up the middle. The pressure, the, the pocket that time, had to make him release that ball early, and Boykin, the slot receiver, ran a corner route. Pretty good coverage by Larsville and also by Devin Burrell for the Griffins. Second down, 10 now. Henderson's quarterbacks are now 4-13, to 13, 80 yards. One INT, no touchdowns. Stametti is now 1-for-7. Here's a handoff. No, yeah, it is a handoff to Darius Austin, their backup tailback, and he's going to lose yardage around the left end. Good penetration Here's by that Griffin Austin defense again. Blakeney was right there. Also David Siliuta. I think Anthony Williams got credit for the tackle, they but a one-yard loss and now a third and 11. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter what defensive line group they have in there right now. They're all getting up the field getting off blocks, doing a great job. They'll go with a three-man front and four linebackers here on third down. Henderson State, one out of five on their third down so far in the game. Third down, 11. Griffin show pressure, going to bring two linebackers. Davis comes free, can't get him now. Pass over the middle is too high. Kobe Cummings in coverage on Elliott Curry, but again, that pocket collapsing makes him throw it a little earlier than what he wants to, and a little too high for Elliott Curry, and it falls incomplete. One first down, now fourth and 11. They've got to punt the football back. They knew with the Griffins bringing pressure, the middle of the field was going to be open or thought it would, but Kobe Cummings did a really good job there. No one it was, it was up to him to shut down the middle of the field, and he did. Missouri Western continues to dominate this game. This defense does not look like the defense we saw at times throughout the regular season. No, no. Down. Really almost look even better so far than they did in the Poria State game yep. when they shut out the Hornets. Fourth down 11, low snap. Trey Vavil back deep. He's had two big returns. High spiral calls for the fair catch this time, and he will make the catch near the 26-yard line. So didn't really give him a chance. That was a good punt that time by Heaton to not allow the return. Timeout on the field. We will step aside. We have 10.29 to go before halftime. Here at the Live United Bowl in Texarkana, Arkansas, and the Griffins lead Henderson State 7-0 right here on the Griffin Sports Network. Back in Texarkana, Arkansas, we're at Razorback Stadium at Arkansas High School. We're on the Arkansas side of the state line here in Texarkana. There's an actual street called State Line that is the state line between the states of Arkansas and Texas, Texarkana, Arkansas, Texarkana, Texas. There's a Texas high school, Arkansas high school. We're at Arkansas high school with Razorback Stadium. And it's Texarkana Razorbacks and the Texarkana Longhorns, Texas high school, Arkansas high school. It's kind of cool how they've done all this. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. It's, it's a neat rivalry. And, you know, of course, Arkansas and Texas – in old Southwest Conference yes. days, used to be huge rivals, and you see that play out throughout this community. Here we go. Griffins have the football back. Only up 7-0, though, despite being pretty dominant so far here in the game. Griffin defense has played outstanding football so far. Griffins have moved the ball offensively, but then sputtered in the red zone and turned it over on downs twice inside the 20. Steiger with a zone read, handoff to Markel Smith. 
He breaks tackles and punishes a defensive back across the 33 to the 34-yard line as he went around the right end this time. And he'll get tackled after a seven-yard gain again for Markell. Yeah, I like Markell's decision there. A lot of times he goes really wide when he goes off tackle. And Markell's a great back but just doesn't quite have that open field speed. That time he cut it shorter right off of Sean Rouse, the left tackle, and is able to get positive yardage. Game Grandy, actually it's Blake Bragg, excuse me, will come as a blocking back on the right side. Markell stays in the game. He will get a handoff again up the middle. He makes a one-man miss and then gets two as he gets tripped up. And it will be a third and one coming up for the Griffins, and now they will go with their heavy package and go with their Wildcat formation. Wyatt Steigerwald will be split to the far side right. And Henderson State confused or running people on as we snap the ball. And here's a run by Markell, and he will get the first down easily up the middle. He'll pick up four yards to the 40-yard line. And Henderson State, I think they were wanting them to stop the play so they could get some subs in because the Griffins subbed their big guys in. And you see now there's some pushing and shoving, and the officials have to break things up. But you'll see one of the officials come and stop so they can't snap the football to allow the defense to sub if the offense substitutes. Yeah, they're supposed to do that. They did it there. Henderson State had a hard time getting the guys that they wanted on uh, before Missouri Western snapped the ball. That certainly helped picking up the first down. Football at the 40-yard line. Griffin's right to left. Deron Thompson the back now for Missouri Western. Two receivers near side left, Jaden Richardson and Cooper Burton. Here's a zone read, play-action pass on the run. Going to throw it short to Brow, and he drops the football at the 44-yard line. Wouldn't have got much more if Kyle Anderson was right there in coverage, but still would have been a gain of probably four yards. Yeah, I think Blake there feeling the linebacker coming, thinking about what he wanted to do with the football before he had it. So. When we talk about the, the Henderson State QB struggling, well, Steigerwald's only 3 of 9 for 23 yeah. yards in the game. He's been a little off so far, and... Receivers haven't helped him a bunch just on a couple of throws that probably they should have had. Second and ten, football at the 40-yard line. Griffin's moving right to left in their own territory, up 7-0, 9-10 to go in the second quarter. Steigerwald looks at a blitz. It's a handoff to Duran Thompson, tackled from behind. One of those blitzing linebackers makes the stop this time. It is Jacob Greenfield, a sophomore from Tallahassee, Florida, makes the tackle. Three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Now a third down, 13. Griffin's... In this game, we're three out of six on third down. Yeah, ready defense had it sniffed out that time. They had two linebackers in the backfield. One of them makes the tackle for loss. 8.43 to go here in the second quarter. 7-0 Missouri Western. Steigerwald in the pistol has two receivers to his near side left. Devon Holmes to the far side right. John Thompson stays in the game. Snap back to White, waist high, gets a block, and he will try and scramble away, and he will get tackled and sacked back near the 26-yard line. Steigerwald nowhere to go, and getting the it's Josh Perrier, Jr. from Cordova, Tennessee. He was second team all GAC, gets his second sack of the season. This one all the way back at the 26-yard line, so after the first down of the 40, they lose 14 yards, have to punt the football as Luke Tice comes onto the field for the second time in the game. Offense with the passing game has been out of sync right now. Yeah, They've been able to run the football really well, but the perfect term for it. Just out of sync offensively with the passing game. Here's a snap back to Luke Tice. Short spiral. Fair catch called for by Boykin. He will make the catch. Reed was right there in coverage. Also, Babel was there. Cooper Burton, timeout on the field. We'll step aside. 
Almost halfway through the second quarter, 7.43 to go in the second. Missouri Western up 7-0 on Henderson State in the Agent Barry Live United Bowl here in Texarkana, Arkansas. We continue from Texarkana, Arkansas, back at Razorback Stadium, along with Nick McCutcheon and Chris Roush. I am Dave Rigger. Let's check in with Chris on the sideline. So, Dave, you and I talked about it earlier. Shamar rode down with yesterday, and we were just kind of asking him about how the team was feeling and everything, and also kind of asked what they saw from Henderson. He said they don't really change a lot of things up. They kind of know what Henderson's going to do, but Henderson's bringing a lot of pressure, and especially, I don't know, but it's something Deron Thompson's doing when he's in there, but when he tries to stretch it outside, there's a, a guys swarming to the football really quick on the couple of carries he's had, too. Yeah, between the hash marks, they've been, or between the tackles, have been pretty good outside. They've struggled. Yeah, and I think that's a good point by Chris there. I think Henderson's starting to make some adjustments to this Griffin offense and showing some things that they had not seen on film leading up to this game. It will be Adam Morris. They are just switching quarterbacks every series right now. So interesting. I don't know if there's an injury or they just want to see what Morse has or what, but he would probably be the guy next year. He's a junior and a transfer. He's into the football game now on first and 10 from their own 37-yard line. Five-man defensive front for the Griffins. This is one of their best runs, but a good tackle by Anthony Williams. Gives him only a four-yard gain. Coral Hall, the carry is Anthony Williams always there to get a tackle. He and Evan Shohan pretty much cleaned everything up throughout the entire year. They did a lot of tackles for those two linebackers this year because defensive line doing their job this year, allowing those linebackers to get the tackles. Second down, six yards to go from their own 41-yard line. Henderson State moving left to right. They've been in Griffin territory just one time. Another handoff to Hall running to the far side left. Ran from behind down by Tyler Baskell. Also took a pretty good shot from Creighton there. Evan Shohan, Marquise Caldwell was there. Just a two-yard gain. Third and four for Henderson State. And on third down, again, they have struggled so far today. They're one out of six on third down on the season. They're 46%, not bad. 25th in the nation at 46% on third down. But not today so far. Here's Adam Morse out of the shotgun on third and four from his own 43-yard line. He's been under serious duress and is again. Throws it quick and caught by Doug Johnson. He'll make a man miss and accelerate across the 45 of the 40 and into Griffin territory near the 37-yard line. Good job after the catch by Doug Johnson. He spun the opposite way of what the Griffins thought, and he went back to the far side left and got a first down now into the Griffin. Down to Griffin 37. Down the mismatch there, the speedy Johnson against the linebacker and Shohan. Here's a handoff to Hall, and now with tempo, they get him off guard a little bit and pick up almost nine on first down. He's down to the 29-yard line. They'll give him eight now. They want to go tempo again. And now there's an injured Griffin as Sturgis excuse, will come onto the field, and Tariq Stewart will fall down to make sure that they see that he is hurt. He's not faking that he's hurt, but he was going to try and run off the field, but he went down to make sure that they stopped play. And Henderson did not try and snap the football. So Tariq Stewart injured the redshirt freshman corner as he and D.J. Sturgis have been kind of going back and forth today. Yeah, and a heady job by Stewart there because you mentioned it. He was almost to the sideline but was kind of struggling to get there and just went down right next to the official so they could stop it. And I think, I think the coaching staff and, yeah. and plays were just like, <laughs> probably hey, go got a down. Coaching. Probably got a little coaching. <laughs> go down. It looks like it's a hand injury or something of that sort. Let's go down to Chris real quick. Yeah, Blaze Crowley was kind of looking at that right hand that looked like he, he was on one knee to kind of take a look at it. But haven't really seen him try to use it too much yet, but it looked like it was a hand injury of some sort for him. I think he's got some tape on the left-hand right already that they're going to cut off right now and, and see if they need to retape it or what they need to do, but Blaze Crowley is checking him out. 
Second down, two football at the Griffin, 29 for Henderson State. Morris going to throw it, has plenty of time. Throws a fade for Curry near sideline, and it will be pass interference. Yes, it will. It's going to be on DJ Sturgis, who just checked into the football game. Ball was well underthrown by Morris, and you see that happen so often on an underthrown football. The receiver's trying to get back to the football. Yep. The corner doesn't see it, and he definitely interfered with him that time. Yeah, I've got a good friend that played college football in this conference as a defensive back, and he loves to tell us over and over again that defensive back is the hardest position on a football field to play, and it's plays like that that kind of justify that statement because Sturgis had great coverage, and it was just the fact that the ball was underthrown Curry is trying to come back to it, and then they get tangled up and you get flagged. Now, there's really nothing that Sturgis can do there aside from letting Curry get open, and he certainly can't do that. So Morris has been the quarterback to lead them on the field now in the red zone for a second time. They came up empty the last time, trying to tie this game up at 7. Here's Morris out of the shotgun formation, handoff to Hulk, cut back run. He's near the 10-yard line, and he's down to the 9 for a quick 5-yard gain. They're down inside the 10-yard line for the second time in this football game as Missouri Western leads 7-0 with 5.40 to go in the first half, but Henderson State threatening again. The Grits have left a lot of points out there so far here in this first half. That chance to really take command of the game, much like they did a year ago against Southern Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Here is Moore stays in the football game as the quarterback. Three receivers to the near side right. Elliott Curry is the middle of the three receivers. Surely it's a tight end. They look for Curry, and he cannot make the catch as Devin Burrell was right there. Spins Curry around and kind of throws him down. Devin at times can be a little bit wild at the end of plays. He's had a couple of personal fouls, but that time Curry did not want any part of coming over the middle on that slant as he did not really make a great attempt to catch the football. He he probably wasn't catching that thing anyways, and he didn't want to because Devin Burrell was going to light him up. If he makes that catch, Devin kind of did anyways. <laughs> Third down, five. Football at the nine. Again, they can get a first down at the four-yard line. So this is not a goal-to-go situation. Two receivers near side right. Sam Webb goes with Curry man-to-man. Now he'll go in motion to follow him. He's a wing on the left side now. They look to go that way. And going to fire over the middle, and it's going to be complete to Curry. He kind of hid, and the wing that time got That's caught up in traffic. Sam Webb couldn't get to him. And he gets into the end zone for a touchdown. Elliott Curry gets the TD, his 14th receiving touchdown of the season. It's a 7-6 football game with 5.04 to go here in the second. Yeah, he ran a really great route there. And I think Sam Webb maybe got caught a little bit peeking into the backfield instead of watching Curry. And Curry just cut the route right underneath him, takes it in for the six. Timo Martinez on to try and tie the game up. Again, the Griffins have blocked a field goal so far in this game. Seven blocks now on the season, and the ball, I'm not sure what's ever snapped. Every, everybody, money, everybody moved except for the uh, snapper. Sam Webb was waiting for the ball to be snapped yeah. by the holder. That's got to be on Henderson State. I mean, Sam was looking in at the ball, and he took off. So I wonder if the snapper clutched it, and if so, that'll be a penalty on Henderson. Here's, they're going to say offsides against the Griffins. Wow. Offsides. I mean, there's no doubt that they got across the line before it was snapped, but something had to have happened to have led to that many guys taking off the way they did when they did. And it was Henderson State guys moving too. Yeah. So an interesting call there. They're going to keep the PAT unit on. It'll move to the yard and a half yard line. 
Good snap, good hold. The kick is away, and the kick is good. 7-7 tie. 5-04 to go before halftime as Missouri Western again has left Henderson into the football game, and now they have come back to tie the football game as their revolving quarterbacks. It's mainly been Adam Morse who has done the damage for Henderson State. It's a 7-7 tie here. Also going on today, Griffin basketball is in Jefferson City against the Lincoln Blue Tigers. Women are underway right now. You can hear that game on Jotown 107.5. We'll have the men's game here on KFEQ as soon as we're done with our football game as Brett Easley is in Jefferson City today. Early on in the game, four minutes in, it's 8-4 Missouri Western as Katrina Rowenfeld's already hit 2-3. She has six points here early in the game. A couple of steals kind of picked up where she left off on Thursday despite the loss at Central Missouri. Griffin men back in action against Lincoln after their win at Central Missouri on Thursday. We'll keep up to date on those scores. You can listen on Jotown 107.5 for the women's game, and the men's game will follow our game here on KFEQ. Kind of had a feeling KT would get going once conference play started, and Corbin Cunningham and Chris Wilson start seeing some bigs that can match up with them a little bit better than what they saw yeah, in conference That's exactly what's happened so far. Here is the kickoff from Timo Martinez. 68 kickoffs this year, 18 touchbacks, one out of bounds. Vavil is back deep. Will he get a chance? They're going to kick it to him about five yards deep, and he says, the hell with it. I'm coming out to the 10, 15 far sideline of the 20 to the 25, and he gets spun down near the 30-yard line. So Again, that's about a 35-yard return, and guess what? His average is 35.2 yards per return this season. Yeah, broke a 27-year-old MIAA record, Dave. It's kind of hard to believe that, really, that that record had stood as long as it did. Yeah, no doubt. But a special player that Trey is, he he shattered that thing. Again, second-team All-American, and for all the All-American teams, there's only one freshman, him. (laughs) He was the only one. And he's a true freshman, too. First down 10 for the Griffins. Football at the 32-yard line is where they mark the football. Here is a handoff to Shamar Griffith. Well, Shamar tries to just Shemar pick Griffith his way around the right end near the numbers now on the right side, and he will get four yards to the 36-yard line. Plenty of time, 4.50 to go here before halftime. 7-7 tie, Griffins and Henderson State here in the Live United Bowl in Texarkana, Arkansas. Second down, 6, 31-yard line. Two receivers near side left. It's Kyle Berry and Cooper Burton. Devon Holmes to the far side right, going to throw the football, wants to go deep, and over the middle it's going to be thrown and knocked down, intended for Devon Holmes. And that was Dedrick O'Brien, who was in coverage. He's been matched up with him most of the day. And he tried to come back to the football, and a good job by O'Brien to knock that one down. Didn't get a real good view of it, but O'Brien ran right through Devon Holmes Mm -hmm. there. Looked like, I think a few Griffins kind of thinking maybe a pass interference call was warranted, but... It was a bang-bang play. One of those you'd like to see a replay to see if he got there a little yeah. bit early, but you don't see that called very often. He knocked the ball down despite kind of going through Devon. So third down six now. They bring a little bit of pressure. It's a delay and a handoff. Great call by Dave Brown. First down for Shamar. He gets knocked off his feet at the 50-yard line. But instead of settling for a pass, they go draw play and a delayed handoff to Shamar. He gets a first down to the 50. I love it. Kind of give Henderson State a little bit of a taste of their own medicine there. That's what they kind of did on their last offensive drive, taking advantage of the pressure that the Griffin defensive line was applying. And now the Henderson State's starting to get a little pressure in the backfield. Go delayed draw there. 
Let them get behind you before you hand it off. Another handoff right to the near side left is Markel Smith. He has a head of steam to the 45, breaking tackles, has a first down to the 40, and back pedals to the 39-yard line. You've got to see that one develop here on this near sideline on a first down run to the 39 for 11 for Markel Smith. Luke Vang looked to be banged up for a second. He's up and fine now. First and 10 Griffins. But there, ooh, is there a penalty flag? Nope. They had just had moved the chains. They had moved the chains, so I thought they might have called something. But Griffin's now inside the 40 of Henderson State. Markel Smith will stay in the football games. In the football game, Jordan Witcher to the near side left. Another Arkansas native. Here's a bubble screen to the right side, caught by Cooper. Can he get a block from Barry? Yeah, no, he doesn't need it. He's going to make two men miss and jump cut and get close to a first down. A pick up about eight on that far sideline. Now, Cooper Burton just did what drives every football fan crazy. You know, everybody always says, just keep running, just keep running. Don't stop, just keep running. Well, he stopped, he made a man miss, and he picked up a few extra yards because he didn't just keep going. They'll give Coop seven on the play to the 32-yard line. Markel Smith will stay in the game on second down and three from the Henderson State 32-yard line. Hayden Yeniger with a snap to Steigerwald, helmet high. Going to go bubble screen this side for Cooper, overthrown. Incomplete, and now it'll be a third down and three as they tried on almost identical play to the near side left this time. Kyle Berry saved a pick six there too because it was not a well-thrown ball from Wyatt. And Kyle was right there next to Cooper, and he kind of turned into a defensive player a little bit and ran into a defensive back that would have been in great position to take that thing right down the sideline. They're down three from the Henderson State. 32-yard line, probably four-down territory here as Markell stays in the game. Griffin's 0 for 2 on fourth downs inside the 20-yard line. Not settling for field goals. Going to throw the football. Steigerwald over the middle. Complete to Devon Holmes. He's got a first down. He got hit hard and knocked down, but he's got it right at the sticks. He knew where he had to go to. Got to the sticks. Makes the catch over the middle, and he will have a first down. Yeah, good job by Devon there. You said it, Dave. Making sure that route, if you catch that ball, you're going to get the first down, or... Are they not going to give him the first down? No, they're going to give yeah, it to him. Yeah, there it is. I was going to say, the official over there that spotted the ball pointed ahead initially, as they do when you've got the yardage for the first down, but once they put the ball down, they're a little uncertain. Devon, a big game against Lincoln in the regular season finale is in that football game. He had eight catches, 94 yards, and a touchdown. First and 10 now from the 29 of Henderson State, trying to take the lead back at the 7-7 tie, and now a flag has been thrown. Been pretty penalty-free since the opening couple of drives, but that'll be the third false start against the Griffins. Yeah, everything on Missouri Western so far pre-snap, too. Result of the penalty, first and 15 for the ready 34. This could be a big spot in this game. Two and a half to go in the half. You get a score here and run the clock down. You score to end the half and take a lead, and then you get the ball to start the second half. This could be that double score that has become pretty frequent in any kind of football game. I think the team, the pro team that you like kind of invented that idea, didn't they? <laughs> they like to do that. Down the middle, wide open, Blake Brown at the 10-yard line, inside the 5, down near the 2-yard line. Well, that'll take a big chunk of it out of, out of the way as they get yeah. down to the mark of the 3. A 31-yard completion down the seam to tight end Blake Brown. Good throw by Wyatt, great catch by Blake. Now we're in the Mark L. Smith zone, but Shamar Griffiths in. And a handoff to Shamar, and he will not get there. No gain for Shamar up the middle. 
So they may bring Markell back into the football game. Good penetration there by the Henderson State defense. And honestly, that's probably not the worst thing in the world. You run some more time off the clock right now. Yeah, yep. Still have great field position as the football is at the three-yard line. And, again, plenty of time. A minute 35 to go, no hurry. They can run their entire offense here for these next couple of plays. Shamar will stay in the game. Two tight ends. The wing is Brow. Luke Vang is the attached tight end on the right side. Two receivers near side left for Steigerwald. Going to be a play-action pass. Nope, it's going to be a handoff to Shamar. Good fake, but he's going to lose a yard, maybe a half yard that time. And now it'll be a third down and goal from about the three-and-a-half or four-yard line. A minute and six seconds to go here in the first half. Now we'll see Deron Thompson check in. Third and goal from the four. And interesting, I know they have confidence in all their backs, but just in these types of situations, Markell has been so good and such a tough back to bring down with his size. Yeah, and you mentioned too, I mean, the running the running between the tackles has been there all day. On the edge, it's been there a little bit, yeah. but not so much. Not as much as it's been up, up the middle. Third down four. And fake handoff. Here's Steigerwald on the flat, caught by Brow. He'll turn up field and get across the goal line. Touchdown, Missouri Western, as the Griffins take the lead before the half with 34.9 to go here in the second quarter. Blake Brow with the touchdown reception for Brow. That's his third of the year, 27th touchdown pass for Wyatt Steigerwald, 13-7. Touchdown, Griffins. All these Griffin tight ends do is catch touchdowns. Yes, they They're so good at it. And a, Another one for Blake Brow there. His brother had a touchdown catch in this game last year. Here's Avilas for the PAT, 34.9 to go. Here in the first half, the kick is good by Sam Avilas. Well, whoever had Blake Brow in the tight end pool playing shuffleboard at Fat Jacks last night is the winner. Chris Roush, was that you? No, I came, Grandy. I think somebody said Blake Brown. I'll take credit for it. I think, I think it was you. Was it? I think you did. I may have said all four, to be honest. Man, I had a crystal ball there. <laughs> didn't I? Tell you what, man. These tight ends. Yeah. 34.9 to go here in the first half. The Griffins now take a lead of 14-7 to here before the half. And that's a big, big answer. Henderson State had some momentum back. They had just been able to get into the end zone to tie this football game up, and a good drive by the Griffins. It goes 11 plays, 68 yards, and 423 off the clock. A four-yard touchdown pass from Wyatt Steigerwald to Blake Brow. 14th touchdown catch by a Griffin tight end this year, Dave. I mean, you remember, it wasn't that long ago where I'm putting in my game notes every week. It's been this long since the tight ends had a touchdown. Not this team. They've got four of them. They're probably good enough to start for most teams in Division II football. And they each have at least two. I mean, it's not like yeah. one late in the game. Right, Because right. Elders Joyce's touchdowns, he has three catches and two scores. They've all been in the first halves of games. Here's kick off to Boykin at the 11-yard line. Tries to come all the way across the near sideline and has a seam. And Vavil can't quite make the tackle. He's out of bounds, shy of the 35. A good return. From the 11 on the far sideline all the way to the near sideline to the 34-yard line. Henderson State has three timeouts left, 28.9 to go. I'm guessing they'll probably try and do something here. Just because in college football now with three timeouts and the ball stopping with each first down, you can gain a lot of yardage. (laughs) And they will bring back Adam Morse. So for the first time, they bring back a quarterback for his second consecutive series. He led them to... A touchdown, his last drive. First and 10 football, his own 34-yard line. Snap back to him. 
Three-man pressure. They get to him. He steps up over the middle, and it's going to be knocked down by D.J. Sturgis intended for Elliott Curry near the 50-yard line. There is a penalty flag in the backfield. It's going to be a hold, I believe, against Henderson State. Yeah, I think it will be. First penalty on the Reddies in a while. And I mentioned only three-man pressure that time, but they're going to for- I think they're going to force a, tur- a uh, penalty. There's a hold on Henderson State. Great coverage there by D.J. Sturgis on Elliott Curry. He did a great job going up and – because I think Curry's coming down with that catch if Sturgis doesn't reach in there and poke it away. 24.3 to go. Morse now in the game. Their backup quarterback is 5 out of 9 for 98 yards and a score now. So he has actually played pretty well in relief after going 6 for 8 in the regular season with no touchdowns. He just didn't play at all. He is an imposing presence at quarterback. I mean, he looks, I'd say he looks more like a fullback than he does at quarterback. Again, 6-1. 235. Big boy. First down and 20 now. Now will they try here? I doubt it. I'm going to throw a quick out. Nearly intercepted by Sturgis. Boy, he jumped the out route. And if he could get around the receiver a little earlier, he's got a chance to catch that thing and go score. That is a dangerous, dangerous throw intended for Zach Newbell here in the near side right. It was, but I really like what DJ did there. He played the the receiver instead of trying to go for the pick six because – you said it, the receiver's kind of screening him there. I don't know if he can get it if he tries. And instead he breaks it up, and the breakup's probably better than giving up a long gain there. Let's see if they run the ball. They will this time. Coral Hall's going to get some yardage, but Devin Burrell will tackle him after a 10-yard gain. Right near the numbers. They understand they are in a long yard of situation, and they will run the football and go to the locker room down at seven points here at the half. So Missouri Western for the most part, has dominated the game. Despite a couple of good drives by Henderson State, they've left a lot of points out there. Yeah. But they do lead this football game at halftime. We're at the Live United Bowl in Texarkana, Arkansas, and Missouri Western leads Henderson State 14-7 to as they try and win their ninth football game here in 2019. We'll get a break, and we'll come back, recap this first half of play, look at the first half statistics. We'll hear from the head football coach of the Griffins, Matt Williamson, and also get a scoreboard update from around the MIAA and also look at our basketball teams as they are playing today in Lincoln. At halftime, again, Missouri Western 14, Henderson State 7. This is Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. And Coach Williamson now trying to go from 4 to 7 to 9. Babble from the goal line outside. The hash near the numbers on the far side right has a head of steam of the 20-25. Makes a man miss to the 35 and just got ankle tackle by Boykin, a very good special teamer who's their return man as well. He'll make the stop at about the 37-yard line or so, but always close to having a bigger play than what it might be. He always is, and Trey is a is a great player, but I'm not sure we give enough credit to that return unit yep, no as doubt. a whole either. Absolutely. I mean, that one right there, he's not even getting touched until he's out to the 30-yard line when he took it at the goal line. And you mentioned it in, around the, the entire amount of play, but Going back to Coach Partridge, now with Coach Williamson, who was with Coach P, I mean, they put so much emphasis on special teams. Here's a cutback run for Schmar, finds a hole. He's going to spin near the 50-yard line and have a first down run. It's going to take about four readies to get him as Missouri Western will have the football now at the 49 of Henderson State after a 14-yard run by Shamar. That was designed to go outside the numbers. Boy, he, he, saw, he saw a hole, put his foot in the turf, and cut up field. Yeah, a great cut there by Shamar, and then a great finish. Yeah, you mentioned it, about five readies, every one of them about twice as big as Shamar, <laughs> and they had a heck of a time bringing him down. 
At the 49 and ready territory, Missouri Western right to left. It will be another handoff to Shamar. He bounces around to the 45 and out of the 44. Picks up five around the right side. And, again, we were talking, Shamar was with us. and Hard to believe he's a junior now. He's only got one year left. He didn't redshirt. We saw him in Coach Williamson's first ever game be a return man and play a little bit as a true freshman, eventually take over as the everyday back halfway through his freshman season when he probably wasn't quite ready for it but still did a heck of a job. And he's just – he's not an every down back, but he can do so many things that he's so valuable to have. Yes, and that's – this coaching staff – loves Shamar Griffith and that's exactly why because he's so diverse you can do so many different things with him and you saw him pick up second team all-conference honors this year it's recognized around the league how valuable a guy that can do that many different things and do them so well uh, really is and Shamar's been a tremendous help to this program and yeah you you wish you could have one more year with that guy for sure. There was an injured Henderson State player, defensive end Robert Thomas, a senior. He was, I will mention, all GAC this year with five and a half tackles for loss. He will walk off under his own power. It'll be a second and five for the Griffins as Missouri Western has the football in Henderson State territory. And they have the football at the 44-yard line. Just underway, second half. One minute gone by, 14-7 Missouri Western. Markel Smith is now checked in for Shamar Griffith. Ron Thompson getting loose on the side as well. He's had a couple of carries. Second down, five. Turn, give to the near side left. Shamar out of the game, and Markell gets this carry to the 40. He's going to back his way for a first down, pick up six. Not a ton of room there, but he just powers his way and follows DeVoe. Also, Swig Colbert leads the way on that one, and he'll pick up six in a first down. Good cut there by Markell. Not exactly his game, but he made a good one to help extend the run. First down 10. Got him to, they got a free play right here. Going to throw it to the near sideline for Devon Holmes. It's underthrown and incomplete, but there is going to be an offside against Henderson State. And it's a little bit scary there because the guy got into across the neutral zone before the snap. Sometimes they'll blow that dead. I think Isaiah Colbert was anticipating that they were going to blow it dead, and so he, he didn't block the guy, and Wyatt about got laid out. It'll be a first and five now. That's when sometimes you see officials just blow it dead. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, really just in case they didn't. Yeah. I say it was too, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> First down five. Both the ready 33-yard line. Griffin's right to left trying to take a two-score lead up 14-0. Handoff up the middle for Markell. Spins away, but hanging on to make the tackle for Henderson State is one of their linebackers, Wesley Geigley. It'll be a three-yard gain of the 30. Now second and two coming up for Missouri Western. It's an airport that's not too far from here. A big jet just flying over Razorback Stadium. That's a nice one there. Kind of caught my attention. Got a little distracted there by the airplane. Wing on each side. Brow will come in motion. Now be a blocking back to the right of Steigerwald. Play action pass. Wyatt will step up fire and it's going to be complete right side for Kyle Berry has a first down goes through two defenders near the 15 yard line and they'll move the chains a 15 yard completion on the right side to Kyle Berry they're back in the red zone good ball that time caught by the junior Kyle Berry great throw by Wyatt waiting for Kyle to work his way open there and an excellent job by Kyle to get open he had three guys around him but worked himself into a position where he was wide open back in the great left KC St. Joseph Country Club red zone at the 15 yard line Jordan Witcher split to the right side. Near side left is Barry. Out of the pistol formation with two wings is Wyatt Steigerwald. Markel Smith points out the defense. 
Here's a shotgun or a pistol snap. Chest high, handoff to Markell, cutback run. Up the right hash mark for two. He gets to the 13-yard line. A host of readies will make the tackle on second and eight now with three minutes gone by here in the third quarter, 14-7 Griffins. And now we'll see Griffith come back into the game for Missouri Western. Line of scrimmage was the 15 when they snapped that ball. All five offensive linemen were at the 10 when it ended. I mean, that's what they have done this entire game. I think it was actually a corner that kind of crashed from behind those guys to make Mm -hmm. only a two-yard tackle. Second down, eight. Shamar is behind Wyatt. They go with a handoff to Shamar Griffith, a cutback run to the 10-yard line, trying to push him forward. He'll get to the nine, and that'll bring him now a third down and four yards to go from the nine-yard line. I'm guessing here, as long as nothing dramatic happens, the Griffins will likely, if they can't get a first down here, can't get in the end zone, they'll try and make this a two-score game with a field goal. We think. But... So thought they might kick some fools in the first half. Let's just get a first down right here. Devon Holmes will check in. He's split to the right side. Deron Thompson is the back now in the pistol behind Steyerwald on third down four from the nine-yard line. Now short motion from Holmes. They look over the middle of the football field. Going to throw it. It's going to be complete to Holmes. He cuts right. Has a first down. He dives near the goal line. will be short at about the one. Boy, a great route. You see that a ton of the NFL Motion from an outside receiver, fakes in, goes out. That was a big-time route for Devon Holmes. He'll get down. They'll mark it to the two-yard line, so first and goal from the two for Missouri Western. Swig Colbert calling him into motion, too. He's usually the quarterback, but that time the right tackle. Come on, man. Let's go. (laughs) You love senior offensive linemen. (laughs) They know the place as well as anybody. Deron Thompson will stay in the game as the back. First and goal from the two-yard line. Hand out to Deron. Runs to the outside. It will power his way and dive across the goal line. Touchdown, Deron Thompson. The senior will score in his final college football game. It's now a 20-7 Griffin lead after the two-yard run by Deron. Touchdown, Griffins. Great patience and vision there from Deron. It was not there early on. He just kind of cruised control around there till it opened up and then dug the foot in and gets in for the six. And you can see the the first guys to to congratulate Duran are his running back teammates. Those yeah. those guys are pretty tight, <laughs> and they they, they don't care who scores, who plays. They just all want to, and they all get to play a lot. Here's the PAT by Sam Avilas, and it's good. 21-7, Griffins. They get the score to end the half, the score to start the half, and now it's a 21-7 Missouri Western lead. We're going to break, come back on the kickoff as we continue from the Live United Bowl here in Texarkana, Arkansas, on the Griffin Sports Network. A dance party has broken out here at the Live United Bowl in Texarkana. The Almost Nick, all? you laugh, but the running backs are even doing it too. Well, the entire defense, the is entire doing the defense Mystics routine. Yes, <laughs> the Mystics are on the field right now. The Griffin dance team, and they're out there dancing. Ryan Menley's right in front of them, videoing them. And the entire defense, as we wait for the kickoff, was just they were down and <laughs> dancing. <laughs> they were getting after it. That's oh, a group wow. that knows they're playing well. They're enjoying this too. That is exactly right. They're enjoying the postseason so far. 21-7 Griffins, 10-14 to go here in the third quarter. That was a nine-play, 63-yard drive for the Griffins. And most of it on the ground. Deron Thompson caps it off with a two-yard touchdown run. Sam Avilas will kick it off. And he approaches, swings it. 
Not a great kick, but it drives Johnson to the near sideline outside the numbers to the 9-yard line. He gets to the 20-25, and then he's sandwiched at the 25-yard line, so just like a touchback. Good coverage by Terrence March also. Lookman Afolian is out there. He is a young man that's a redshirt freshman that has not played at all, but a guy that they think might have a chance here down the stretch. But he was on special teams, helping make the tackle. So now you've got a two-score lead. Let's see if this changes Henderson's state. I don't think it probably will. There's still plenty of time to go, but they're going to bring Richard Stametti back in at quarterback, their starter, who's 1-for-8 for 11 yards and an interception, and their backup is 5-for-10 with a touchdown. So Stametti in the football game. Curry goes in motion. They fake to him and a handoff to Coral Hall. He's got a big hole. First down run of the 35-40-yard line, 45, dragging Devin Burrell and Kobe Cummings to the 46, and there's a big 21-yard gain. They had 28 rushing yards in the first half, 21 on their first carry here in the third quarter. Yeah, he had 36. The overall total was down, but Hall had 36 himself on that same play right there. I mean, that's what worked for him on their scoring drive, that exact same play. He's from Cerritos College. Also from Cerritos College, Devin Burrell. Mm-hmm. Here is a pass to the flat on the near side. It's Coral Hall. He's going to be tackled by Sachin. Good job to go low on the big back. <laughs> Hall pats him on the helmet like that's wise decision, young man. As they list Hall 5'11". They listed at 215. Looks thicker than that. It's only a two-yard gain. Good play in the flat on the near side by Drew Sachin. Second and eight now. Football at the 48 of the Griffins. They bring a little pressure. Going to throw a fade for Curry near sideline. Sturgis there. Knocks it away. Tremendous play by DJ Sturgis. He put his hand up at the right time at the very last second and knocks the football away. That was so, so well played there by DJ Sturgis. You'll see a lot of corners, Dave, in that same situation. They know the ball is coming. They'll turn their heads and try to play the ball there. DJ knew that Curry had about a half a step on him. If he does that and misses the ball, it's a touchdown. So he just played the receiver and knocks it away at the last minute. Third down, eight from their own 48-yard line. Henderson State down 21-7. Here comes some pressure from the Griffins. Going to try the exact same thing to a different receiver, and it's going to be knocked away again by D.J. Sturgis. Back-to-back by the Arkansas native. He's from about 60 miles away or so, and a little longer than that, I guess, by Little Rock, but still... Back near his hometown, tremendous plays on back-to-back fades. What a job by DJ there. They go after him again, and he makes them pay once again. And what a luxury for Justin Richter to have two corners like that. I mean, for my money, there may not be a better corner duo in the MIAA than DJ Sturgis and Sam. And some of the the guys that were cheering the most in the stadium when those were happening – some of the receivers and offensive players yeah. on the sideline. Yeah. That's what we talk about the closeness of this team, and you can just see it in stuff like that. They were thinking about faking it, did not. Low line drive on a bounce. Here's Trey on the run. He's going to have a chance to return this baby to the 30 35. Comes near sideline, gets a block to the 50. Trey just got tripped up by the 50 yard line, or he may have scored. He was kind of hemmed in and. He's going to continue to shatter the return yardage record with about a um, about 40 more yards of return yards right there. Yeah, I think he's now got the punt return record for this game by about 100 yards. So, um, but yeah, it, boy, that is that is the last kind of punt that you want going yep. to a guy like Trey Vavil where he can take that thing with a head of steam. Now the Griffs can really take a stranglehold of this game. Up 20 was 7. The return back into ready territory at the 45. Missouri Western up by 14. 21-7. Here is Steigerwald. 
Handoff to Markel Smith, running right. Cuts back across the grain to the 40-yard line, and he will get spun down to the 37 for an 8-yard gain. Griffin starting to really take control of this football game. Yeah, they really are. And the, the tight ends and the receivers are doing a great job of blocking as well, and that's why you're seeing, you know, you get through the initial hole and then there's more gaps to be found in the second and third levels of this defense because it's not just the O-line doing a great job of blocking. The tight ends and the receivers are doing it as well. Missouri Western now inside the 40 again of Henderson State. It's a 21-7 Missouri Western lead. Steigerwald out of the pistol formation on second down and two. Here is a play-action pass. Looks in the flat, now going to fire down the far sideline for Jaden Richardson, incomplete. Threw it high. He had a first down to Grand if he wanted it, but took a shot down the sideline for Jaden Richardson, the redshirt freshman from Oak Park. He threw it too wide of him, and good coverage on the play as well. So it'll go incomplete. Now a third and two coming up for Missouri Western. It was, and Wyatt, you know, knowing he's taking a little bit of a chance there instead of the easy throw, you know, he really could have just almost pitched it to Grandy for a first down easily, but trying to get a little few more yards, but put it where only Richardson had a chance. They're down two. You like your chances there. That's why they took a shot on that play. Brow will go in motion, a wing on the right side. They bring a run blitz, and Markell says, I don't care. I'm going to spin away and have a first down. He was fighting his tail off for a first down, and he gets three yards and will move the chains. Yes, good awareness there by Markell. I think he knew exactly where those sticks were. He was initially stopped. He might have still had the first down. I'm not sure it was going to be close, but he wasn't going to leave it up to a measurement, spun away and, and fought for clearly a first down. Almost had a, uh, he spun away, Almost and I thought he away. might break that mm-hmm. thing. Deron Thompson now will check in. One receiver each way for Wyatt Steigerwald with a wing each direction. Going to throw it. Quick hitch caught by Richardson. He's going to turn up field. He's a big body receiver. He's got a first down. He caught it about four yards and went for six after the catch. They'll move the chains now inside the 25-yard line. Talked about the depth at the running back position, the depth at the tight end position. How about these wide receivers, too, and the youth there. I mean, Damon Wheeler, really the only guy that's that's playing a lot of at receiver as a senior. And, and a lot of them are redshirt freshmen. <laughs> Most of them redshirt freshmen, yeah. Richardson is, Devon Holmes is, Witcher, Burton, you name it. There's a lot of young players at that position in this on this roster. Play-action pass for Steigerwald. Wants to go down the middle for Blake Brow, and it will be knocked away at the goal line, and a flag comes out. I think it's going to be on a defenseless receiver. I think he got him with the helmet first, and boy, they almost had six. Yeah, because he he timed it pretty well, the defender did, so I'll certainly take a P.I. call, and that's what it is. Chris, you were right there. Was that pass interference? That looked pretty, pretty... Simultaneous. I didn't think it was pass interference. I, I think it was more the targeting because they hit him high. Yeah. I think that was the issue. and kind of hit him from the blind side, too. So I think that's what they're maybe trying to figure out at this point because that's what they're kind of pleading the case right into the back judge. So, yeah, I mean, and they called pass interference, but Griffiths will take whichever one it is. They'll have a first down. He's going to make the case. That was almost. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It looked like a pretty bang-bang play at the goal line. Griffins will get it as they will put the football now at the nine-yard line. Griffins trying to take a three-score lead. 6.55 to go in the third, 21-7 Missouri Western. Left some points out there in the first half. So far they have not here in the second. Two receivers near side left, one to the far side right. 
Back is Shamar Griffith in motion. Devon Holmes will come to the near side. He's a slot receiver now. Hand off to Shamar. Accelerates across the 10 to the 5, and he barrels his way in. He's in. Touchdown. A punishing run at the the end by Shamar Griffith and Missouri Western. He and Swig Colbert (laughs) dance together. 6.45 to go in the third quarter. Missouri Western 27, Henderson State 7. Shamar Griffith is a man on a mission today, Dave. I mean, they... They cannot bring the little guy down. I mean, he was still – he wanted to get to do that celebration with Swig, and the Henderson's defender still had him by the ankle, and Shamar just kept fighting and fighting and fighting to get out. He'd already scored. But, man, they just cannot bring him down today. 28-7 to Griffins. Good hold that time by Tice. He kind of bobbled it but got it down, and Luke Avilas knocks it – or Sam Avilas knocks it through. And now with 6.45 to go in the third quarter, all Griffins here in Texarkana. They lead the Henderson State Reddies by a score of 28-7. to Let's go down to the field, check in with Chris Roush. We talked about it a few times about Shamar riding down with us yesterday. And Coach talked about him on Monday. How calm and cool collected. He's not a, a loud guy. He just kind of does his thing. He's a very quiet player, but he is playing loud today. Just what he's been able to do and just talking to him, he kind of felt yesterday he was relaxed about this game too. And you almost felt like this team was kind of confident in what they're able to do against a you know a team they've never seen before because with the MIAA schedule the way it is, you don't have non-con games. But you still felt that they were very much you know in sync of what they were going to do. Even though Shamar didn't leave with the team, he left with us yesterday. Yeah, he he missed the walkthrough on Thursday and on Friday, but the type of kid he is, the smart, intelligent young man that he is, he knows this playbook inside out. He got to start again today. didn't matter that he missed some, some time because of classwork and taking tests, and uh, he is putting it on display today. Yeah, Shamar wanted to take advantage of the great nursing program yep. in Missouri Western. He had his entrance exam on Thursday, so couldn't make it down with the team, but got down here nonetheless, and he is having one heck of a game. The Griff's now... 169 yards on the ground of their 269 total yards. Henderson State with just 49 yards rushing. Shamar now, uh, let's see, he needs just four more for 100. Uh, let's get him 100 in this football game. <laughs> Griffin's up 28-7. to 3.45 to go here in the third quarter. They're playing a 9-2 and team that lost to two playoff teams. By a combined four points, yeah. and they're up 21 right now. That says a little and, bit about this team and this program. I mean, it should be more than that. It you should know, be. You're right. It's it's closer than it should be, uh, yeah, against a team that everybody felt like kind of should have been in the playoffs for sure. Now, again, they're missing a few pieces, but yeah. not, not a yeah. ton. I mean, they've got still most of their guys out there. Here's a kickoff to Boykin outside the numbers, and he will come – to the numbers and hash mark and break some tackles across the 25-30 and now out to the 33-yard line. Good return by Boykin. Missouri Western's defense back out there. and Boy, the Griffin defense has been great here in this football game. They've had two drives get inside the 10. Only have seven points to, to show for it. But other than those two drives, the other drives in this game have essentially been three and outs. Let's go down to Chris real quick. You know, we start talking about just what the team is doing to Henderson right now, just the way they were playing. That kind of goes back to the, the MIAA scheduling, just how tough the conference is. Everybody's talked about it. I mean, MIAA is the best conference in Division Two. Kind of seen it again today. Stametti back at quarterback after Morse had the success in the first half, and Stametti did not have success. Here's a hall carry. 
He's going to get to the 36, and the pile's still moving. We're going to finally get him down at the 38. He'll pick up about five on first down. So Stametti, Stametti and Morse rotating at quarterback in the first half, series to series. Morse led them the two drives we talked about inside the 10 and 1 touchdown. Stametti has struggled, but he will continue to play here in the third quarter. Yeah, it looks like at this point they're pretty content just running the ball, so. Two receivers to the near side right now. They'll throw yeah. it. Griffins bring pressure. They hit him in the throw to the far side left. Sam Webb in coverage. Oh, man, what a throw and catch by Elliott Curry and Richard Stametti. That was great coverage by Webb, and Curry makes a heck of a grab at the 25 of the Griffins on a deep ball down the far left sideline. Yeah, and Curry's down now in a lot of pain. He had to make a heck of an effort to make that catch. Sam had tremendous coverage on him, a very well-thrown ball, a good catch by Curry, but he's down on the turf now at about the 20 on the far side. And Stametti now 3 of 12 in the football game. He'd only thrown for 13 yards before that completion, but they will get it down to the 25-yard line. And, and that was a beautiful ball. He was second-team all-GAC. You know, the GAC went 0-2 in the playoffs, and they Harding played well at Northwest but lost 7-6. Wachita was the two-seed and lost to Lindenwood, who, again, was obviously in – our league a year ago, and then they make the playoffs in the GLVC, but then they get beat 63 zip or whatever it was it last week at Northwest Missouri State. So we kind of know what Linwood is, and the GAC has not had a tremendous amount of success in the postseason no, ever I, since that conference has been formed. They're, trust me, they're sick and tired of hearing yep. about how good the MIAA is. They really want to match us in football, and not quite doing it yet. Stimetti rolls out, throws near the end zone, but it's going to be out of bounds on the near sideline as they got some pressure from Tylen Wallace was chasing Stimetti. Good coverage in the secondary that time. Intended for Doug Johnson, Sam Webb was in coverage. It'll be second down 10 for Henderson, and they'll mark the football at the 26-yard line. And again, it's not, it's a decent league. I mean, it's it's a good league. There's some it good is. teams. I mean, Harding is, has – they've won some playoff games here recently. Yeah. And they, and it's just a different league. They've really – Harding's kind of been the first program in that yep. league to, to really sustain, you know, high-level success. It's kind of been up and down in, in different teams, but they've they've maintained it. Stametti steps up. He throws it out of bounds. He threw it away. Good coverage, good pressure. Kobe Cummings re- – Covers the tight end on the far left sideline that time. And the pocket collapsing with Siliuta. Anthony Williams blitzed that time. And it falls incomplete. Now third down and ten. It's been the type of type of game so far by this Griffin defense where about every time Henderson State drops back to pass, Dave, you can you you got a script there that says insert name of defensive lineman had pressure on the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Third down ten. Down 21 at this point, 540 left third quarter, probably four down territory, so don't have to get it all right here. Elliott Curry still not in the game after getting hurt on that catch. Stimetti looks over the middle, going to fire that way. Going to slant, it's going to be complete to Fredrickson inside the 15-yard line. Beat Devin Burrell. They got a good matchup they liked, and they used a slant, got it down to the seven-yard line. 18-yard completion, first down and goal now for Henderson State. Yeah, Burrell was right there. I think he got kind of looking because if if he's paying a little bit closer attention, he was beat, but he was still in a pretty good position to break up the pass or maybe pick it off if he saw it coming, but he didn't. Going to send a man in motion. It is Fredrickson who just caught that. And they're going to fake it to him, handoff up the middle. Darius Austin, a big hole, and he will score. And all of a sudden, it's back to a two-score game. Good drive by Stametti and the ready offense. They go right down the field, get a seven-yard touchdown run. Coach Richter out near the numbers, not happy with Isaiah Davis that time. One of the linebackers 
Couldn't make the play, and now it's a 28-13 game with five to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, Chris Blake being down now. He's had a, a good first season as a Griffin in that interior defensive line. We, we talk about the DNs all the time, but Blakeney has played really well, and we were talking about during halftime off air. Marquis Caldwell has had one yes. heck of a season. He doesn't get talked about a whole lot, mainly because of the position he plays. But he has had a heck of a year, had more tackles than any of the other D linemen had, had nine tackles for loss and three sacks, I think, in the regular season. So all of those guys, there's it, just really no weakness among about the, what do they play, about seven, eight guys along that defensive yeah. line most games. And they've got some young guys they really like, too, that could add to that depth coming yeah. up next year. And uh, we'll talk about it as this game winds down here down the stretch. But, again, a lot of those guys will be back. You mentioned Marquise as a, as a senior, David Salida a senior. But after that, they're all, they're all and back. a lot of redshirt freshmen, too. Yeah. <laughs> and there will be more redshirt freshmen yes. in that group next year. Timo Martinez on for the PAT. 5.09 to go here in the third quarter. Kick is up, and the kick is away, and good. So now it's a 28-14 game. Henderson trying to stay in the game. And don't forget, and we talk about how the GAC has struggled here in the postseason, and they have ever since they were, I think it was 2011 when they created the Great American Conference, but they've struggled in the postseason. But last year, the Griffins had a big lead in this game, and all of a sudden, Southern Arkansas got some rhythm offensively. It's a re- it was yep. a really good offense, and they made it a game and had a chance to go win the game at the end before the Griffins stopped them and won that game 30-25. So with the type of offense that, that they have, they just showed it on that drive. This game is far from over. The Griffin offense will have to continue to do what they've done yeah. these first two drives of the second half. Yeah, going to need to keep scoring. Take time off the clock, too. I yep. think that's really crucial here today. Is That's kind of what allowed Southern Arkansas to come back in that game last year down here as the Griffins kind of started having a lot of three and outs on offense and and you know the offense was just sputtering they couldn't take time off of the clock kept giving the ball back to the mule riders and they made a game of it late you weren't ever real real concerned but they certainly got it too close for comfort so Timo Martinez will kick off Cooper Burton back deep with Trey Vowell Again, Cooper had the kickoff return for a TD against Lincoln in the regular season finale, so he's been back there this week instead of Shamar Griffith. Just take some reps off of Shamar. Some some reason, they kick it to, to Vavil. Two yards deep, it goes off of his chest plate, picks up around the five-yard line, and then has to try and make a few men miss and does, but won't get to the 15-yard line. He's so good that he, he kind of starts to take off. I mean, that's what Andre Crenshaw, who's the running backs coach and special teams coordinator, I, I just said, why is he so good? And, and he said one of the biggest reasons is his start, his feet at the very beginning. He is essentially, even if he catches it standing still, he's he can almost get to full speed immediately, mm-hmm. and he's so good at that. But when it goes off his chest and falls to the ground, then he's got to try and chase it down, and yeah. that, that eliminates what he's best at. Yeah, then he just kind of becomes a, a regular turner. But that, that's great. I'm glad Andre said that too because you see all the great return men were like that. You remember Tamarik Vanover? From yeah. Chiefs, like he, he always seemed to be running when he would, when he would catch one. It's a handoff to Shamar Griffith, and he will get over 100 yards in this football game. Now he's outside the 15. Ball is out at the 16-yard line. And the Griffins get on it. It will be Sean Rouse, who's great with the ball in his hands. Yes, he is. <laughs> Mind seeing that again today. Yeah. Get it to Swig. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure Swig could kind of sort of juke out a defender like Sean did at Washington. I don't know. He might. 
They're actually going to only give him three, so he's not quite to 100 yards in the football game at 99. Second down, seven at the 16-yard line. Now Markel Smith will check into the football game. Blake Brown goes in motion, comes back as a wing on the near side left. Devon Holmes put to the near side right. It's a handoff to Markel. Spin move, and he is going to be outside of the 20-yard line, close to a first down. About a yard shy, it looks like, at the 22-yard line. But Markel, again, for as big as he is, as thick as he is, pretty nimble on his feet with those spin moves. Yeah, he really is. Boy, that is a guy that I would have loved to have seen in a Griffin uniform for more years than just this one. Yep. But certainly glad that we've had him for this year. He's been great. They're bringing in their Wildcat formation, and it will be a, just a direct snap to Markel Smith, and he will avoid the first defender and then fall across the 25 to the 26-yard line for a first-down <laughs> run. Keegan Zars tried to do a somersault there, Dave, and uh, – <laughs> It didn't happen. That's, That's what happens when offensive linemen try and do that? <laughs> yeah, you know, they're, they're big, they're tough guys, they're more athletic than they look, but as far as doing flips on the field, you're probably not going to see one do that anytime. <laughs> kind of look like Chris Roush. I, am, I actually, like, roll to my right when I do somersaults. <laughs> it's bad. But I have that on camera, so I'll learn from it. <laughs> 3.22 to go here in the third quarter, 28-14 Missouri Western. First and 10 from their own 26-yard line. Zone read handoff to Ron Thompson. He tries to bounce it outside. Stiff arm and can't get to the perimeter. And he might have got a yard. That's about it. As we've talked about, they've got pretty good speed. So anything yeah. that is to the outside, they can get to. But up the middle between the tackles has been an issue for the Reddies. Yeah, I've been really impressed with their secondary. I mean, they've, they've covered the Griffin receivers really well. Uh, the linebackers made some big plays as well. Jared Scott going to check in now. First time we've seen Jared in the football game. Griffin women are through three quarters at Jeff City. It's kind of a tight game, 46-39, a seven-point Griffin lead after three quarters in Jeff City of the women's game. Second down, nine. Jared Scott will get a handoff. Good cut. Breaks a tackle, 35 to the 37-yard line for a first down. Again, it was meant to go outside. He sticks his foot in the turf, cuts up in, breaks a tackle, and Missouri Western will move the chains again. And more importantly, run time off the clock. Yep, chewing it up. They're taking plenty of time to get the plays in. Jared Scott, another one of those that we've talked about a lot today, a redshirt freshman. Now down to 2.10 left here in the third quarter, 28-14. Griffin's trying to run these readies down. Here's a handoff to Jared Scott. He'll bounce outside this time, go one-on-one, duck under a tackle at the 41 and get to the 42-yard line for about a five-yard gain from Jared Scott. And, you know, they lose two one-year guys in Deron Thompson and Markel Smith, but they really like Jared Scott. We like what we've seen from Jared Scott. We know what we have in Shamar Griffith on this football team. But they have some young players in the program, and, you know, they've always recruited really good running backs, so that should never be a concern, I don't think, with Coach Williamson and his no, staff. No. They'll have enough guys next year, and, again, they've got some young players in this program they really like at that position. Be a little different than it was last year, but it was much different this year than it was a year ago. Steigerwald over the middle, wide open is Luke Vang. He'll make his first catch for a first down across the 50, up the near the far side right hash to the 46 of Henderson State. A workmanlike effort on offense today. No real big shots so far, but they are continuing to pound at the readies. Yeah, Dave Brown, Wyatt Steigerwald recognizing. So ready corners and safeties are doing a pretty good job against the receivers, but tight ends have been open all day. At the 46 now in Henderson State Territory, a minute to go in the third quarter. Missouri Western up 28-14 to 14 on Henderson State. 
The only matchup between these two programs came back in 2012 in the playoffs. Griffins won 45-21 in Arkadelphia. Here's the snap back to White, chest high. Fakes and now goes to Jordan Witcher. Boy, a good job by Witcher who came down, and then the ball is out. They're going to say he was down, yeah, though. He, they he, will mark him down, and I, I was surprised he didn't say that earlier. <laughs> he, he most certainly was down, and, and that's one there where, uh, thank goodness this is Division two football, and you can't challenge a play because I don't think Jordan ever had possession of that thing to begin with. It, it looked to me from my vantage point like he was bobbling it all the way down, but We'll take it. They'll move the chains at the 36, a 10-yard completion. And that was a great throw by Steiger while he was, was. going to go one was. place, pump faked, and then went inside to Witcher for the first down. First and 10 at the 36 of HSU. In motion, Blake Brown will be a blocking back on the right side for Wyatt Steigerwald. Here's a zone read handoff to Markell. Cuts up inside, punishes a defender at the 30-yard line and stopped right there for a six-yard run. And that'll be our final play of the third quarter. At the end of three, it's Missouri Western leading Henderson State 28-14 to here in the Agent Barry Live United Bowl in Texarkana, Arkansas. We're back with the fourth as we continue with Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. We roll on from Texarkana, Arkansas at the end of three quarters. Missouri Western leads Henderson State 28-14 here at the Agent Barry Live United Bowl at Razorback Stadium. Just 15 minutes of football remain here in this 2019 season, which is, again, hard to believe. It is December, but it feels like this season just began for the Griffins, and there was so much anticipation of, of and, and some question marks, just weren't sure what was going to happen with this football team, but I think they've exceeded expectations. Nearly made the playoffs, and the Griffins right now in command of this game and a chance to pick up win number nine here on the season. And pick seventh in the preseason yeah, bowl? Good point, absolutely. Yeah. We were talking about that yesterday. Like We kind of knew what we were probably getting from this team. I don't think many people outside that's you know either covered or watched the program really knew what to expect from this group, and I know you talked about quite a bit last year that this is probably what we could see from this this, this team after the seven and five season last year. Yeah, I think we were optimistic, but you know there were question marks. We didn't know what Wyatt Steigerwald was yeah. going to be. What you know this group of young receivers, the coaches had talked very highly of them, but they hadn't shown us anything yet. You know, so many young guys on the defense, but they have definitely exceeded expectations. I think as they look back on this season, that's how it'll be viewed. Hand out to Jared Scott. He makes a man miss and spins close to a first down, but about a yard shy, it looks like. He'll pick up three of the four needed down to the 27-yard line. Just underway here in the fourth quarter. And now Markel Smith will check back into the football game. And they'll bring in their heavy package and go with their Wildcat formation. So then a bunch of big bodies from Henderson State will jog onto the field as well on that sideline. Out of the Wildcat formation, Markel Smith. I wanted to pass one of these one of these times, and now it looks like there's going to be a false start against Light the Griffins. And now Henderson wants, wants says, it on no, it's on Western. Henderson. You just want to see Wyatt Steigerwald catch it, don't you? That's what you want to see more than Markel throwing it, right? I don't know if I want to see Wyatt or maybe get one of your extra offensive linemen a, a catch. Oh, yeah. It's going to be against Missouri Western. Get Keegan Zars in space. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Exactly right. And there goes the shotgun with the with the loss on the penalty. Markell will check out. Duran Thompson kind of has become the third down back. Western will now have a third and six. Football is at the 32-yard line of Henderson State. 28-14. to 14. 
Big drive here to try and make this a three-score game again. Henderson State kind of feels like they're back in it. If they can get a stop here with no points allowed, score can make it a one-score football game. Third down five, handoff to Duran Thompson. He follows Jared DeVoe. He has a punishing end of the run, and that'll be a first down to the 24-yard line. We've seen a lot of good things from Duran Thompson this year, too. If he was a feature back, I think he could be an all-conference player, but, again, with four guys to share the football with. But on the season, he's averaging 5.8 yards per carry. He's had some big runs. Yeah, he's, he's had some pretty exciting runs, and, clearly see how that guy he was a track star in high school in wichita and went to uh two different division one schools one of them being kansas here's a quick hitch cut on the near side right by devon holmes it will be a short gain they'll mark him at about the 21 yard line for a gain of three yards devon again no idea how he did not get any all-conference honors that still boggles my mind i almost went off on twitter about that one but well, you never know. There's there's probably reasons for yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot of things that go go into that. And I, and I, you know, honestly, we know what Devon is capable of, but yep. the depth on this team means that nobody's statistics just knock you over. And I think that kind of went against Devon a little bit. There's a handoff to Markel Smith to the 15-yard line, and he will be about a yard shy of the first down. Boy, they're just methodically getting down the football field right <laughs> now, four or five yards. Just, I'm sure Henderson is starting to get worn out right now. Yeah, and we're seeing all that. We see a defensive lineman on a knee down there now. We're starting to see their guys slow to get up. Some of their guys get injured a little bit. That's It's starting to get a little chippy, too, as you see one of the Henderson defensive linemen talking to the umpire there wanting to call. So the Griffins just controlling this thing on the ground right now. We've seen some teams do this against Missouri Western this year, control the ball, have a lot more plays yeah. in Missouri Western. Well, today, it's now 69-43, to 43, 26 more Griffin plays in this contest. Another handoff to Markel Smith. He's finally tackled for a loss. Does not happen often. He's going to lose a yard to the 16. It's now fourth down and two yards to go. Coach Williamson will bring on the field goal unit, it looks like, to try and make this a three-score game. And you're tempted, I know, on fourth and two to go for it, but this is the right call to try and make this a three-score football game. Yeah, it absolutely is. Two-touchdown lead already. Steigerwald will stay in and hold this time instead of Luke Tice. Okay, well, maybe they won't go for the three then. <laughs> go back to week one, and now yeah, they will shift, and Steigerwald is in the shotgun formation. Split to the left side is Sam Avilas, and now they will throw the football. It's going to be a throw back to the left side. Wide, Wide open is Luke Fang to the five, makes the catch, and gets in the end zone. Touchdown, Missouri Western. Steigerwald to Bang. Touchdown, Griffins. My goodness, you could have thrown that ball to, <laughs> to Luke Vang four times before anybody covered him. And that's how wide open he was. But Wyatt had to throw that ball a long ways. He was kind of rolling to the short side. Luke was on the far side. And so it took a long time for the ball to get there. And it's kind of almost worried for a second that they may close in and break it up in time. But they didn't. Good call there. Really threw Henderson State off guard. Well, and I think they put Sam Avilas wide left, and that also drew all the yes. defense to Sam and then Luke wide open. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. They were they were so worried about the kick covering the kicker that they left the guy who already has four touchdown yeah. catches this year wide open. Right, Chris? That's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> that was awesome. That's something. Whoops. 
Here is the PAT, almost blocked. It is good, though. Sam knocks it through, and now it's 35-14. Missouri Western up 21 here in the fourth quarter of the Live United Bowl. Second touchdown pass of the football game for White. We'll get a break, come back with more as we continue with Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. Well, Missouri Western, they have not wanted to kick a field goal today. <laughs> They've gone for it on fourth down three times inside the 20. They line up for a field goal on the last play of this last drive, and then they shift out of it. And you called it because Luke Tice had been holding in the game. Wyatt was the holder up until week 11 because he was injured, and he's out there on that one. They shift, send Luke uh, Vang on a wheel route in the far side left around Sam Avilas. And the Griffins get a score to make this a 35-14 to 14 game. Coach Williamson hinted at some of this stuff yeah. in pregame. And the irony, right? I mean, uh, Tyler Bash was the MVP of this game <laughs> yes. last year as a kicker. And uh, Missouri Western has not attempted a field goal in the game <laughs> when they've had three different opportunities to do it. Although there could be a special teams player that is an MVP of yeah, this football yeah, game. I think that trend might continue. We just got a ballots for the MVP, and we'll talk about that throughout this fourth quarter. Shorter kick. Boykin will take it at the 10-yard line between the hash and the numbers on the far side right, right up the middle of the football field to the 30-yard line. The pile moves near the 35, and finally going to be tackled as there are flags out there at the 33-yard line. Yeah, I think Cooper Burton's going to get called for a hold because uh, he was out there pancake blocking a defensive lineman. Yes, Cooper Burton just completely <laughs> annihilated a Henderson player. He's got a 90 number, and he's a big dude, so I'm going to assume D lineman. And the way Cooper took him to the ground, I'm going to guess they'll get him for a hold here, but they're talking it out. It, it might go against Henderson. It was over by the Henderson sideline as well. The Griffins are all saying, no, that should be against the Reddies. And Coach Williamson is just... Talking. I always because we're talking to Cooper right now. Talking sternly to Cooper. Very sternly on the field. Yeah, he is. And now he's going to get the the good cop from Trevor Bonifaci. <laughs> the old good cop, bad cop there from the Griffin coaches. Hey, good. great block. Just don't do this stuff after. Yeah. Essentially tackling him. Unfortunately. And they're talking about this for a long. They really are. Time. This may end up being more than just a procedural type deal. This may be something after the play. 35-14 our score here. As they talk about it, we'll give you an update of the Griffin women's basketball team as they're playing in Jeff City right now. They lead Lincoln with three minutes to go, 59-47. to So Coach Whitaker's team about to go 6-2, and two, and they'll be 1-1 one one in conference play. And led by Corbin Cunningham with 17, 14 from Chris Wilson. So the two bigs getting back after it today. Men will play next. We'll join the game. It'll, it looks like it's going to start on Jotown 107.5, and then we'll switch over as soon as we're done with our football game here in Texarkana and have the men's game on KFEQ. We're still talking things over a little bit. Yeah, the referee down talking to Coach Williamson now to explain to him exactly what they're going to call here. I think Sam Webb just got a overheard what they're going to call, and he doesn't seem upset. So, <laughs> For now. It helps when you're up 35-14, I'm guessing, yeah. too. And Long explanation for Coach Williamson. And that's going to be a personal foul against Cooper Burton. 
So if all of that just to say that there's a personal foul. Wow. So Why did it take that long to figure that out? Oh, oh well. Maybe determining where the football was going to be because yeah. it took place well away from yeah. where it ended. Yeah. The play ended around the 33, but don't you just tack on the 15 to where it ended? I would think. Not from where it happened. Oh, well, now we're going to have another meeting. Cue the Jeopardy music. They're a little unsure as well. Do, 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 do. And they just wanted to talk. Play ball. There we go. <laughs> and now they'll move at 15 from the end of the run. So, 11-19 to play here in the fourth quarter. Missouri Western 35, Henderson State 14. And the Griffins now in this game, they have ran 71 plays to 43 for Henderson State. <laughs> And the Reddies have 227 yards. Griffins have 361. The Griffins have 361. That's a little skewed because of all the return yeah, yards yeah. from Trey Vavil. If they've wanted to, they've wherever they've started, they probably could run. Now they bring pressure. It's going to be a slant and good coverage by Sam Webb. Incomplete intended for Elliott Curry, who's still battling. It looks like yeah. kind of a shoulder injury. I think he landed on that shoulder in the long catch. It's still kind of dangling. Yeah, and I think whatever happened to him that took him out of the game earlier affected his ability to catch that football too I, I think that's one that more times than not Elliot Curry is going to make and and he didn't have a great effort on it and then hurt that shoulder again going down he's he's playing hurt right now he comes to the near side left tight end will shift now to the left side as well they've got three receivers on the near side Stametti has played quarterback the entire second half now a fade to the far side left Sturgis is right with him and they will go incomplete they try to go away from Sam Webb, but D.J. Sturgis has been up to it, and he's knocked a couple of those away and just had good coverage. It's incomplete intended for Doug Johnson on the far sideline. Well, we've seen a lot of good corners wear the black and gold, and these two guys right now, is as good of a group as we've seen in a while, they kind of certainly Mike Jordan and Sam Webb together was a whole lot of fun to watch, and I feel like we might be seeing a little bit of that again. And again, they're both back. Plus, you'll get Tariq Stewart in another year. Yeah. Trey Vavil will continue to improve. You know, Darius Morrison, who was a sophomore that was banged up this year. They really liked and got to play a little bit two years ago. Up in the middle, Kobe Cummings tips it up in the air. Incomplete. Terrence March was there. Had a chance to get the INT, but was a little too far from it. As Kobe Cummings might have got Curry a little early. But it falls incomplete. Now fourth and ten coming up. And I was really watching that time. The 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 secondary for Missouri Western. And, you know, talent-wise, they've done a great job today as well. But they, they, from best I can tell, have been very assignment sound. Henderson State was running some pretty crazy routes there, and everybody was really well covered. Nobody got confused. Nobody got out of position exactly where they needed to be. So in punt formation is Tristan Heaton. Trey Vavil is back deep, and he shanks this one. No chance to return it. It'll go out of bounds around the 20. Ah, she's going to stay in bounds. Wow. I don't know how that thing stayed in bounds. It hit right at the 20, right near the boundary, and somehow tightrope the sideline and went right down. A ball shaped like that is not supposed to do what that ball just did. No, it's not, but... It did. That's exactly what you need to do against Trey Vavil, too. That thing was hanging on the edge like Chris Roush's shot on the shuffleboard table last night at Fat Jack's. My shot went off the table every time. <laughs> your, your shots were doing what that football should have done, right? Well, I was going to say my shot, but, you know, I didn't want to. Well, we'll just say it now. Your shots were, were much better than anyone else's last night. Also, more sand, please. 
I know they they probably can't hear me, but more sand. It's Come on. Less, less cornmeal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here's a handoff to Markel Smith, and he's got a big hole to the 10-yard line. 15 has a first down run of 13 yards. That gets him out of the hole this time, and now Markel is the second Griffin back in the game, over 100 rushing yards. And you can just see it, Dave. I, this Henderson defense is they're tired. They know what's coming, but they just don't have the juice to stop it right now. And it's very business businessman-like for this Griffin offense right now just Lunch pails, hard hats, go to work, run the ball, run this clock out, take home another trophy. Another handoff to Markell, running right side, cuts up in a big hole for Markell. Here he goes to the 35, sit from the 40 and knocked out of bounds on the near sideline. Two runs from the 3 to the 44-yard line. A big day for Markell Smith. Yeah, he's having a heck of a game. Shamar's had a heck of a game as he checks back in. Man, what a job by this Griffin offensive unit how about these five uh, five seniors up yeah. front too they yeah. were the captains in this game today and they have they flexed their muscle here in the second half really they, the entire game they really have I, I i think it was probably a little bit of a pride thing you know they played well this year but i don't think any of us could say they played to their potential they're doing it here today errant throw this time goes over the head of devon holmes as a little comeback route on the near sideline he was open incomplete though Wyatt just missed him he threw it high and it goes out of bounds it'll be second and ten White now 14 on 24 for a buck 41. He's been okay, but he's gotten a lot better as this game has worn on. He's thrown two TDs and no picks. That's kind of what he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, two TDs, no picks about every single game this yes. year. <laughs> Just, he starts the game with that, and then it's what is he going to do on top of it? Yep. He's had an unbelievable season. Big Look hole for Shamar, and he's going to pick up. He's getting five. He finally goes down after the whistle blows, but five yards right there. And Shamar, again, they they kind of their thunder and lightning with those two. Yeah, Literally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shamar five seven a buck fifty, Markel five eleven two thirty. Griffin women win in Jeff City today, sixty six to forty seven. Congrats to Coach Whitaker and her team. Here's Wyatt Stargerwald on third and five. They want to set up a screen. It's wide open for Damon Wheeler Jr. There he goes to the 40. Damon Wheeler through the defense to the 20-yard line, and he will get down to the 16. Beautifully executed screen pass to Damon Wheeler Jr. The senior gets down to the 16. I was watching. Luke Tice was standing right next to Coach Williamson just getting ready for the call to go out and punt that football, and now he's back over here by the bench. So (laughs) The life of a punter. And Damon, boy, I bet he's going to kick himself if he sees that one again because if he if he just keeps running straight he probably goes in for the touchdown made a cut i'm not sure he needed to make and ran into a tackle at the 16 yard line Steigerwald handoff to no he's going to keep the football and then go down essentially to a knee at the 16 yard line he's no dummy he was not going to stick his nose in there and try and take a hit not a great read that time but uh yeah (laughs) wisely just went down as opposed to being driven down by three large men in red jerseys. 35-14, Griffins with eight minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Griffins are in command of this football game. Steigerwald, two touchdown passes already. Jared Scott behind him with one receiver each way. Going to go with a stretch play to the near side right for Scott. Another big hole for Jared. He's going to break a tackle. Stumble across the 10 to the 9-yard line and pick up about 7 yards. It'll bring up a third and short. You know, you were talking about Luke Tice. 
there's been 16 third downs for the Griffins. That's a lot of times when the punter has to be ready to go on the football mm-hmm. field. But they're 11 for 16 on third down today, so he's had a lot of, okay, I don't have to go in. Oh, no, I don't have to go in. Let's go. Let's go. No, I'm not going to go. The life of a specialist in the game of football. Third down three, football the nine. Jared Scott will stay in. Blake Brow will go in motion and come back as a wing on the near side right of the formation. Now they'll settle him and he'll get into his wing spot. And a two-point stance. Here comes the pressure. They want to throw the football. It's going to be over the middle, and it's going to be underthrown. Brow cannot make the grab. Boy, if he hits him in stride, that's six points. Wyatt Steigerwald tried to just aim that thing instead of throw it, and it comes up short, and it's now a fourth and three from the nine. And the offense is staying on the field. Coach Williamson does not want to kick field goals today. <laughs> he doesn't. 35-14, Griffins will go for it here on fourth down. Devon Holmes will check in. Now three receivers far side left. Tight end attaches Cam Grandy. Watch out for him. Now they want to throw it. It's a screen going to be set up, going to throw it to Grandy over the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. Boy, they set up a fake screen on the far left sideline. They wanted a one-on-one matchup with Grandy from his tight end spot over the middle, and just not a great throw by Wyatt falls incomplete, and it's going to be another time in this game, third time of the game, they've turned the ball over on downs inside the 10-yard line. It's yeah. still 35-14, to 14, but it could be a lot worse. Things are still going well for the Griffins, but yeah, man, you've left some points out there today. And, and you wonder there if that's not a, you know, you're you're up by what you're up with with not a ton of time to go. Do you, do you want to take the sure points on the field goal or? Maybe not score at all by going for it. Morris will be in the football game for the first time here in the second half. He led them their one touchdown drive in the first half of play. Going to throw a fade down the right sideline, and it will be incomplete. Overthrown, but guess who was in coverage? D.J. Sturgis, who continues to excel in this football game today. Yeah, D.J.'s had one heck of a game. Sam Webb has played really well. D.J. will check out now, and Trey Babble will go up against the outside receiver. We've seen Trey play some nickel this year. Haven't seen him play a ton. He's one of the guys on the island out there. Trey will play some corner, and Anthony Williams will check out. So they bring in some different guys. Terrence March will come in for Anthony Williams. For the most part, a lot of the starters still out there. Here's a handoff to Coral Hall, and a great job by C.J. Rabinal to turn him around, and they're going to tackle him inside the five-yard line with Kobe Cummings. That was play was made by C.J. Rabinal, though. He spun him around, got him back inside the five-yard line, and Kobe able to read that and make a great play. Great job by Kobe, a great tackle by Kobe. There's a flag down. Such a great tackler, yeah. I think Marquise Caldwell got mixed up in something after the play. The Coach Williamson is out to play bad cop with Marquise. We'll see if Coach Horn plays good cop. And I think he's, I'm not sure Coach I'm not Horn will bet on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I, I knew where that one was going to go. Instead, he gets the silent treatment. <laughs> silent treatment may be worse, honestly, because it's just stewing then. Yeah, it could be. You're right. I like when the uh, – That's what my parents did to me. When the guy no hits surprise. the home run and nobody high-fives him when he comes back in the dugout, that's what Marquise Caldwell just got all the way to the end of the Although he didn't get a home run. <laughs> At least no, he, can, yeah. he can feel good about himself no, inside. No, no. Well, this is any indication. Scorpio is just standing there with his arms crossed, just staring at the flag until it's picked up. So, yeah, that's there right. is no good cop back up there. Yeah, bad cop, bad cop. Mm-hmm. 
Football at the 17 now. Missouri Western up 35-14. to 6.37 to go here in the fourth quarter. Colton, Colton Larsville will check into the game. as another safety in for Terrence March as they had three linebackers in at the time. The receivers go to the far side right. Colton's played quite a bit in this game. Has played pretty well. Began the year as a starter and then was a reserve after that. There's a fake handoff and a miscommunication, I'll say, to the right side. The tight end went in, the pass went out, and that makes for an incompletion. It'll be second and ten now from their own 17-yard line. It was really, really close to being picked off by Isaiah Davis, too. Missouri Western up 35-14, to 14, and they turned over on downs three times inside the 10. Here's Adam Morse out of the shotgun formation. And snap back to him. Bobbles it for a second over the middle. Going to be complete to Doug Johnson and a good tackle by Isaiah Davis. And trying to strip the ball away. And now Don Johnson nearly breaks it. Still going to the 35-yard line. And he's out near the 41-yard line. What effort by Doug Johnson, the senior receiver for Henderson yeah, State. And it really Man. was on him. I, I mean, the Griffs were, it's not like they were poor tackling there. I mean, they were all kind of high on him, but still. There's several guys that are normally great tacklers that could not get him down. There's a high snap to Morse out of the shotgun. Going to play with some tempo. Ravenel hits him, and the throw is high because of that. Intended for Fredrickson over the middle. Davis in coverage from his linebacker spot and Kobe Cummings over the top. It'll be second and ten coming up. Tylen Wallace kind of got shoved after the play, wanted a call, didn't get it. Missouri Western up 35-14, to 5.43 to go here. In the fourth quarter, Griffin's trying to close out and be 9-2 and all-time in bowl games. They've got good success in the postseason when they've gone to bowls. Second down. And 10 yards to go. Snap back for Morrison. It's going to be a draw play. Ravenel read it but couldn't make the tackle. Hall will bounce to the outside, and Anthony Williams and Joshua Davis will combine for the stop of the 45-yard line for a gain of three yards, but Ravenel about had him tackled for a loss. Yeah, he's frustrated with himself because he read it well, was right there in position to make the plays, couldn't quite make the tackle. Davis and Williams clean him up. They'll mark it at the 45 now, so it was a gain of four. Now a third down and six for Adam Morse in this offense. Down 35-14. Griffin shows some pressure. Will they bring it? Isaiah Davis going to blitz, get there, and force the pass to the near boundary. is going to be short incomplete, and they call a flag on Sam Webb. They're going to yeah. call pass interference on Webb this time. Yeah, and Sam, Sam knew it right away, frustrated with himself. He, he was kind of playing a little off there, and as he closed in, just ran into the receiver. I think he's trying to make a play on the ball, but went through the receiver. So pretty easy call for the official there. Sam knew it. Knew he shouldn't have done it. So that'll put the football into Griffin territory now and give them a first down with five minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. And we'll have Griffin basketball as soon as we're done with everything, our post game and all that. Griffins will take on the Lincoln Blue Tigers. And at last I knew, talking with Coach Wicks this morning, probably no Tyrell Carroll again today and possibly no Reese Glover. It's a little bit shorthanded once again. They can't catch a break. First and ten, pass to the near sideline. Oh, my goodness, almost intercepted. Juggled a couple times by Webb as he beat Fredrickson to the football, hit it with his left hand, his right hand, and it just skipped out of bounds as Sam Webb almost had the interception. Oh, man, he about made it. 
made up for the pass interference on that one there. Just great coverage, juggling act. He comes down with that. Uh, no one's tackling him. I'm not sure he runs it yeah. in. Uh, with the score being what it is, but oh yes, <laughs> yes he does. <laughs> he, he, uh, he wasn't getting tackled, that's for sure. Uh, he was not going to be good cop that time. He'd have been bad cop <laughs> and go score. Here is Adam Morse on second and ten of the shotgun. Four man defensive front. There's a twist inside, and Tyler Baska will get there for the sack. Tyler Baska will sack him with a 42 for a loss of two, and now third down and 12 coming up. Yeah, Morse that time he just ran right into Baska. Baska got off the block as soon as he saw where Morse was headed and introduced himself. <laughs> Griffin defensive line, that'll be their third sack in the game, but, boy, they've hit the quarterbacks a ton yes, they in have. this football game. Have lived in that ready backfield. Now they'll put some motion with the tight end being a wing on the left side. See if he protects a little bit to help out the quarterback, and he will. Now going to slip out late. Giving Chase his saluta, and they will throw out of bounds. He got out of the tackle po- tackle the box and threw it to no one. There was no receiver within about 30 yards of that football, but he was out of the pocket. It was down the field, so that is legal, mm-hmm. and he lives to play another down. But that down will be fourth down, fourth and 12 coming up. And Jacob Olson will come in to play nose guard. <laughs> the senior from St. Joseph Central going to play nose guard for the Griffins. I like it. I, do too. I bet he could be a pretty good nose uh, guard. Yeah. He would have been throughout his entire career. I'm going to watch him on this. I'm not even going to watch the football. Jacob Olson gets double teamed even. Morse will step in the pocket get hit, and Olson combines for the sack. He hung in there and makes the sack <laughs> with Tyler Baska. He was double teamed, came off of it late, sheds the tackle, and gets Morse with Baska oh, for the sack. How about but it? there's a penalty flag. But there's a penalty flag. Doggone it. Is this going to get taken away from Jacob Olson? I hope not. Man, he fought off that double team like a champ. <laughs> oh, Taking goodness. back to us. Days is a heavyweight wrestler at Central High School. And a good right? one, too. A very good one. <laughs> Holy cow. Sorry, Chris, I had your mic off. Go. Oh, never mind now. Just say it was, they're saying holding against us, so never mind. Carry on. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. It's just really loud right in front of the band, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we can tell. Yeah. <laughs> 4.06 to go here in the fourth quarter, and it looks like he won't get credit for the sack, unfortunately. Hmm. And he's going to come out of the game. Ah, keep him in there. Let him get get another crack at one. Look at the other offensive linemen. I think they're all going to get a chance. Hayden's looking at KJ. He's the next in line. He's looking at KJ Mack, who kind of runs the substitutions along the defensive line with his arms out. Come on. They're like in in a single file line. I think they're all going to get a chance. I think so, too. 4.06 to go here in the fourth quarter. Griffins lead Henderson State 35 to 14. Oh, Coach Williams is unhappy because he wants the, the the half sack for Jacob Olson. So Missouri Western. You know, one thing they they've played well. They've had fun today too. Yeah, they really have. I think they're they're going to have a lot of fun in this ninth win. Four minutes left here in this football game. Morse out of the shotgun. Here is a handoff to Quarrel Hall. Comes near sideline. Anthony Williams uh, can't make the tackle. He holds him up a little bit. Baska, Cummings, then a lineman comes in and hits that. Sometimes we'll get called for a penalty as one of the linemen came flying in to knock off mm-hmm. one of the Griffins, and the play was still alive. 
but still, that could be unsportsmanlike. We've done that several times here late in the game. The Griffs have been wanting the calls. They're not getting them. 335 to go here in the fourth quarter. Here's a run by Morris. He puts his foot in the dirt and kind of cuts up field. He's got a first down run to the 11 yard line. Very Western. With three and a half to go. 35 to 14. The play is a ready first down. First and 10 from the Griffins 11. You get a first down at the one. Here's the shotgun snap to Morse. Looks to the right side, under pressure, gets hit, throws it up for grabs, and it will be nearly complete. It's caught by Johnson running out of bounds. Devin Burrell on the carry. Second down and 11. Excuse me, 10 from the 11. Terrence March will check into the football game now for Missouri Western. 2.59 left here in the Agent Barry Live United Bowl. Adam Morse. Out of the shotgun now for the Ruddies. In motion is Fredrickson. And off to Quarrel Hall, tries to bounce to the outside and tackled from behind by Ravenel. Again, the red shirt freshman makes the tackle along with Isaiah Davis. (laughs) David Siliuta got mixed up with offensive linemen for the Reddies. And again, this is Hunter Nobbs, a junior from Reno, Nevada. He's the one that came flying onto the pile the last time as well. He and Siliuta get into it a little bit. Nobbs' helmet came off. Siliuta kicks it away <laughs> so that he cannot go chase it down. And Nobbs is like, hey, can and do that. If, if you're listening, I'm laughing about it because it was it was a very casual. Yes, just it was. Kinda, hey, you want to come get this? Yeah, I'm going to sweep it aside with my foot. It wasn't a, a total class, classless punt of the helmet. And here comes a blitz, and he will throw it to the pylon. That pylon is orange, not red, and it's not a ready. There was no receiver within about 20 yards of that pass. They brought pressure. Joshua Davis was right there. And C.J. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the defensive line. So Missouri Western up 35-14 trying to keep this that score. It'll be a fourth and nine play coming up from the 10-yard line. Kind of wondered if this wouldn't be, you know, talked about early on if things were a little sluggish for both teams, kind of a common theme in, in these types of games, but a lot of times, too, you'll see a guy that maybe hadn't done a whole lot all year long really step up big time. Kind of mm-hmm. thought maybe we might see that today. Here comes pressure again. Going to throw a fade near sideline, and it will be underthrown and complete. Sam Webb went flying out of bounds. Now he celebrates like he did something. He just kind of got out of the way. The ball was underthrown. No chance for Lodry to make the catch, and the Griffin defense rises up, and they hold him out of the end zone. Looks like the Griffins will win this game 35-14. Yeah, Sam probably kind of lucky he didn't get called for uh-huh. the PI there because he made some contact as he went flying up in the air. But yeah, he's played a heck of a game. We got a media timeout, Dave. Let's take it with him. Two or three to go here in the game. Griffin's up 35-14 here on the Griffin Sports Network. Two minutes, three seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Missouri Western leads Henderson State in the Agent Barry Live United Bowl 35-14. A couple of score updates around the MIAA. Northwest Missouri State trails at Ferris State with a minute 19 to play, 25-3. Bearcats will end their season today. Ferris State, I think, is really good. They've outgained the yeah. Bearcats 465 to 158. Wow. 
Domination for Ferris that's, State. They're going to win Super Region 3. That's a Northwest team that won, what, 62-7 to seven or whatever it was last week. And, yep. and a final yeah. score, Nebraska Kearney wins a bowl game. They defeat Winona State 50-33. to 33. Josh Lynn and his team, seven wins. Congratulations <laughs> yes. from where they came yes. to where they are and where he's put them. I'm a big fan of Josh Lynn. Yes, yes. I, I think a lot of people around the MIAAR, I'm there with you, Dave. It's a handoff to Deron Thompson to the outside. Stiff arm will try and stay in bounds and gets out of around the 13-yard line for a gain of three. And the Griffin women did win their game 66-47. to Men will tip off here in a few minutes as they take on Lincoln. We will have the game for you. It's going to start on Jotown 107.5. We will continue it on KFEQ, so stay tuned for that. We'll have our post game and talk to Coach Williamson and some players. We'll cut a little bit shorter, but still talk to the guys, and then we'll get to the basketball game coming up. 35-14, Griff's going to finish 9-3. and three. Nine wins is hard to do in college football. Griffins will do it here in 2019. There's a handoff to Duran again, and he will cut up inside of the 20. First down run of the 25, still going to the 29-yard line. Finally down after a 16-yard gain. And they have wore down this ready defense here in the second half. Yeah, they really have. We, we talked about it pre-game. We were really curious to see. This, this defense had great numbers coming in. I mean, they were giving yes. up, what, like 17 points a game? 18 like points that. and about 350 yards. Griffins now have 35 points, which could be much more than that. But they have now 468 yards of offense. Here's a pitch to Deron Thompson. But going down to get the ball... Slipping and falling on a low snap from Edinger was Steigerwald, and his knee touched down, so that'll be a loss on the play for Wyatt. You know, luckily we did. We saw some bad snaps in game one of the year. We're maybe going to end the season with a bad snap right there, but in between it was pretty good from, from yeah, yeah. Uh, Hayden Edinger. Yeah, it really was. And, you know, as, as excited as you are, you look out there at that group and all these seniors, and, you know, it, it's – you get a little sad just knowing this yep. is going to be the last time that you watch a lot of these guys play, especially that group up front that's that's been tremendous for this team and so many others. And after Duran, about to do it one more time, down to 53 <laughs> seconds, a short game there. Well, that's now we kind of get into the guys that are leaving and the guys that are back, and some tremendous football players are going to graduate, especially up front, guys like Anthony Williams, on defense and Marquise Caldwell, guys like that. But so many returning guys next year. I think there are going to be humongous expectations. There were there are going to be anyway. And there's the Gatorade bath on Coach Williamson from Arnold Creighton as the Griffins are going to win the Agent Barry Live United Bowl. But, again, a ton of guys back. Expectations will be sky high for this program as Missouri Western wins nine games for the first time since 2012 as the Griffins dominate Henderson State today, 35-14 to in the Live United Bowl, and the Griffins are the champions of this bowl game for a second consecutive season. Our final score again, 35-14. Post game next as we continue our coverage right here on KFG. We continue with our post game show here at the Live United Bowl. Griffins defeat Henderson State 35-14. to You heard on the PA Last segment, the MVP is Trey Babble, the true freshman from Blue Springs. Seven returns for 225 yards. Let's go down to Chris Roush. He's got the MVP. That's right. We're here with the MVP. What was that feeling like for you today, winning the MVP like this? Uh, it's, it feels great, actually. Uh, I actually didn't think I was going to. A. Will came out, had an interception. DJ, DJ Sturgis came out, had a lot of PBUs. 
Why was throwing TDs, Markel, he was running touchdowns, so honestly, I didn't even think I was going to get it, so it's a blessing to get this, and my team just did their best, so, yeah. I told you off air, 7 for 225 in the return game, you didn't think it was that much, just what goes into your game that makes you so explosive like this? Uh, shout out to, shout out to my man, Coach Quarter. He, uh, I was never this fast, so he really, uh, I worked with him in the winter last year, he got me faster. Saying, really, I'm not that big, so I just got to run away from everybody, so I just run as fast as I can away from everybody so I don't get hit. <laughs> Going back to the one where you had to go back and get it, and then you made a return out of it, just take me through what you were thinking and what you were seeing on that one. Uh, the punter had a great kick. He kicked it over my head, so I had to run back and go grab it. It was on the ground, so I just tried to grab it with one hand and look to the field to see if I had anything. So I just grabbed it, picked it up, and just ran, saw a hole, and just, just ran, really. You ever make your coaches nervous when you just start taking off like this? Yeah, I mean, the first game, I remember I was uh, like eight yards deep in the end zone, and I took it out, and it was like 55-yard run. And Coach Willie, he would tell me not to do it again, and then I did it again. <laughs> so and then after that, he was just like, just do whatever, just so run. Just get listener. it, just get it and run. So after the beginning of the season, he was scared, but then he, I showed him what I could do, so it changed after that. What does that say about the trust they've given you, just being a true freshman, letting you kind of do your thing? Uh, it means a lot. Uh, just let me come out and just play my game. No, I have no restrictions. Just let me just play ball, what I was born to do. You also got All-American honors this year, too. Just what has this freshman season been like for you? Uh, it's been a great year, really. Uh, a lot of this wouldn't happen without my blockers. Uh, I have great blockers in high school. I mean, it was kind of hard. But up here, I got great blockers. They was doing their thing this whole season. So, shout out to them for coming out and doing their thing this season and helping me out get all these yards. So, they're the real ones. And, yeah. Ninth win, 300th program win here today with this one. Just how special is this group that you guys had this year? Uh, it's a great, it's a great program, man. Coming in, I, I really wasn't even gonna come in here at first, but when I came on my first visit, they see these dudes came treat me like a brother. So after that, I just had to come up. I had to come here, and, and it's a great group of guys. We're all young, so y'all gonna see us again next year. All right, thank you, Trey. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you send it back up here. On the radio, we need to clarify your last name because we had that conversation and we're hearing a lot of it this year, and I think we've been saying it wrong. I don't know how to say my last name, so I'm not going to tell y'all until I find out, and I don't want to find out until I'm an old man. So, yeah. His mom said Vavel, so I think that's how we've got to go. If mom says Vavel, we've got to go Vavel the rest of the way for the next three years. Are you okay with that? It's whatever. Say whatever y'all want. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. Thank you, Trey. Thank you, thank you. Trey Vavel returns kicks and punts for the Griffins. Well, Coach Williams, this is a Vavel. We've said Vavel. Uh, I don't even know what it we is anymore. We said Vavel at one point. <laughs> I think someone told me that's how you He said it. he's not even sure. So, yeah. Trey Vavel. We'll just say Trey. I mean, that's what Alan Brown, the director of the bowl game, right. said. So, it's, it's going to become synonymous with <laughs> dynamic – Explosive plays, I think. Let's go back down to Chris. He's got Sam Webb. What was the biggest thing for your group here today? Uh, today, you know what? Honestly, it was just we got a lot of team chemistry, so we just we, we hold each other accountable. We always bringing each other up. No negativity in the locker room, all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just we really close. Getting this ninth win for the program. From where you guys you know, started under Coach Williamson, the four-win season, you know, seven last year, nine this year, just – What's been that big key for you guys to do what you guys have been able to do so far? Um, we, we, I, I think we have a lot of talent, but it's also because we take practice seriously. We take lifting seriously. We take our academics seriously. So everyone can come back and we can hold each other accountable. 
make sure that this program continues to go forward. Trey got the MVP today. You know, he, he plays quite a bit on defense now, his return game. Just how dynamic of a player is he to have out here for this team? Man, I tell you what, he's he, he put he gonna put some weight on in the offseason and he's gonna he, he's gonna be amazing, man. He's he's a, he's an athlete. That's all I can really say. He's he's amazing, he's electric, he can really play any position he wants. He's a he's a superstar. Have you seen anybody like him before? I mean, yeah, I've seen him before, but he's different for sure. I'll give him that. He's he's for sure different. This defense, what you guys were able to do today, because I know there's been up and downs throughout the season. Just what was the thing that you really saw that stood out about this defense today? Um, I think it was like whenever something bad happens, we all bring each other up instead of like bickering at each other. You know what I'm saying? Like like I said before, we really are a brotherhood on this team, and we stand by that. All right, thanks, man. Thank you. Good stuff right there. Good mm-hmm. stuff from one of the leaders of that defense, Sam Webb. And guess what? He's back. <laughs> He's, we talk about the young guys. He's an upperclassman, but he'll, he'll be a senior next year as, again, he will, he'll be one of the leaders on that defense. And with him coming back, again, he will be phenomenal. There is no doubt about that. Griffins win at 35-14 to 14 here in Texarkana as Missouri Western is now 9-3 and three on the season. Let's get a break. We'll come back with more of our post-game show as we continue on the Griffin Sports Network. Take some time off. You know, you don't know how kids are going to come out. Uh, and uh, But our kids came out with a lot of intensity. Uh, didn't play. We were a little choppy in that first that first uh, quarter, the first half. And pulled things together and uh, ended up coming together and playing as a team and uh, took control of the game that second in the second half. And uh, really excited. Fired up. It was a great experience. All, I mean, last year, this, this was even better. It was it was fun to play against a high-quality team like Henderson. Um, Coach Maxey does a great job. We, you know, we were nervous. I, I watched their film and, and knew that they were very talented, and uh, we're going to have to try to do some really special things. And, uh, and our kids um, stepped up, you know, and that's what they've done all year. Um, I think we've challenged them, and we'll continue to challenge them in everything that they do, try to make them feel uncomfortable and our, the way they responded in most of the games that we played and, and the way they respond just to, with our coaching staff is uh, – is very unique, but uh, it's it's the reason that we're winning right now. And uh, the biggest thing that we're going to continue to do is we're going to continue to do the success. We're going to lift the bar, change, try to take a step up in everything, in every asset, our academics, um, our weights, um, recruiting, everything we can do. We just want to keep moving and, and, and working towards the top. And uh, our kids are all on board with it because they're seeing the rewards. You know, when you put a lot of hard work into something and people sometimes get frustrated, it's going to take time, it's going to take time. And uh, winning nine games is really a tough thing to do in college football. And uh, we did that this year, and after nine comes ten. So we're looking for double digits um, for our next goal. Talk about Trey today, just what he was able to do from the get-go in the return game, just how big of a part of of this of this team is trade is whatever he's able to do for the offense getting them in good field position like he does i'm a i'm wondering why people keep kicking it to him to be honest with you, <laughs> I was ask um, you that too. Yeah. i've faced a couple really phenomenal returns that played in the nfl and there's no way i was going to kick it to him and he is so talented when he touches the ball a couple of those uh we came after a block one and he has no no one's blocking for him we were trying to block the kick and he gets 25 yards it's just amazing he's so his vision um and how i'd say sleek he is when he when he slides it's you just can't like touch him he's like crazy uh, but it's fun to watch and i'm telling you every time 
I've never been around. I've been around some good returners, but I've never – every time he catches a ball, it's like, hold your breath. What is going to happen now? You just don't know. And um, people, you know, I respect Henderson. They kept kicking to him most of the times. But I tell you what, I mean, if you're in a game and it's tight, I mean, you can, you can either take out his hands or put it in, you know, put it in someone else's hand. You can get a sky kick or do something different. I would much rather do – as a coach, I would much rather do that than try to kick it to him and let him take control of the game. He was telling me a story a little bit ago. In that season opener, he took it from nine yards deep. You told him not to do that again. He did it again. He didn't listen to you. After that, you just kind of said, fine, do your thing. Is that kind of basically what you've kind of learned from him is he's going to make it happen somehow, some way? Well, you can't with phenomenal, very talented players. You can't take too much away from them. Um, and I've learned that at all different positions. And once we realized how special he was, um, I kind of let him do his thing a little bit. Now, we do have rules on where he catches it. We'll usually align him where how deep he's going to move to. I really don't want him going backwards to catch and most kickoffs. Um, and it depends on the unit, what they're trying to do, and, and how a lot of game plan things. But he knows, yeah, he said that because he knows I trust him. You know, and uh, he, he, takes, he takes control and uh, takes care of the ball really well. And uh, you know that, like I said, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. It's going to be a big return or a touchdown, one of the two. And um, that's just the that's just way he is. So once you have trust in an elite you know, uh, returner or player at any position that, that you're coaching, uh, you can't take a lot away from them because then they become into robots, and you don't want a guy like that to turn into a robot. You want to just let him be. And so we're going to give him as many opportunities as we can as long as those people keep kicking to him. What about the senior class? What they've been able to do? You know, when you came in, took over the four wins, seven wins, nine wins. Now, just what about the senior class? Well, you know, it, it's always tough. You come into a program and you change culture and expectations and everything. And, and some some do good with that, and some don't. Um, the ones that are still around really bought in. They listen. Our coaching staff spent numerous hours develop them, teaching them, changing their mindsets, how we attack things, what we do. And uh, I, all hats off to them because that is tough. You know, when you have someone new come in and you start all over with something, and and uh, it's it's just a it's a it's a hard transition. And so I love those guys to death. I mean, they have worked their tail off, and once they once you start reaping rewards and you see the benefits of your hard work and your commitment, you saw them. Their leadership started at one with the first year and a half or so. There wasn't a lot of leadership. It was just kind of neutral. And then once they started to see the growth and see the great things that are happening, man, those seniors just pulled everybody along and said, hey, man, these guys know what they're doing. They know how to win. Let's keep doing this. And they pulled everybody in and lifting everybody up. So our youth, as you can see, like Trey Vable and DJ, so all those guys are just getting better and better and better. It's because they, that senior class and all those guys um, have lifted them up. And that's, that's, what, that's what you want within a team. That's, that's what will build consistency for us to be good at year in and year out. You're pretty excited for the group that you're going to have coming back next year too, aren't you? Oh, I'm really fired up, and we got a lot of kids back, a lot of great players back. Um, you know, I think uh, defensively, I think we only lost really, I think one starter, and then you know we lost offensive line. We're going to have to replace that and do a really good job there. Um, Wyatt, you know, um, very good quarterback, very good year, but I think I think Vespa is going to step in fine with that. We lost Markel, but we still got Shamar, Shamar back. Our whole receiving core is back. Um, not not we're not missing a whole bunch, you know, and they've got Trey the kick returner and, and a lot of things back so I, I you know I feel really good about it we've just got to do a great job recruiting and filling those little small pieces in and just keeping it consistent I'll ask you real quick this is also the 300th victory in program history today too 
just how, how special is to be a part of it again where you know you're the head coach this time you have a 300th victory under your belt too yeah i didn't know that and also we, we we missed i think by six points we missed the the school record for most points in a season too which we just came short of i didn't know that i think that's why they were trying to run the ball at the end of the game and i was like we need to take a knee i don't want to hack the other coaches off but um i didn't know that either 300 i i'm really not big to be honest with you i don't know a lot about i i like configuring numbers but i the 300 that was the first time i heard of that and it's it's obviously an honor um there was a lot of games won before me and this staff like that, and hats off to them. But um, to be a part of that, the 50th year anniversary, just to be here for that, that would turn out to be just an awesome event. Like Workman, Scott Brown handling all that stuff. And it's just been a great, I mean, it's a great year, you know. And I tell our guys, I mean, nine sounds better than eight. And nine was was our goal, you know, at least our goal this year. And then, you know, after nine, you hit ten, and those double digits will get you into the postseason playoffs. And uh, that's that's where we want to go. Now, Nick wanted me to ask you, last year was rings. He says belt buckles this time around. <laughs> uh, belt, but, you know, we can get boots and belt buckles. Yep, that's what we do for them. Because we've been down here in the south quite a bit, and that goes pretty good down here. So Yes. Um, he said yes, by the way. <laughs> I want the first one. That sounds good. How about cowboy hats, Nick? Can we do those, too? Sure. Let's do it all. Let's go. All right. All I figured he would. You got right so. into the bank. Um, no, this is, is a great experience. It's always good to come down to great weather and, and uh, we're really excited. It's been great to work with you guys and uh, Nick and Dave and all you guys. And uh, looking forward to, you know what, we're going to say goodbye today. But it's going to be feel, it's going to feel, sometimes some people is going to feel like about a year before you come back again. And I'm telling you, within a blink of an eye, it's going to be feel like a month. And all of a sudden we're interviewing after our first game next year. And uh, we're really fired up for the future of Missouri Western. All right. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. Appreciate you.